0: The VCG podcast is sponsored by Forget-Me-Not Flowers and Gifts in Barrie, Vermont. Forget-Me-Not Flowers and Gifts is at a new location on Main Street. So check them out if you're looking for flowers or gifts for someone in your life. Welcome to the chaotic good cast, our weekly geeky roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shoot, and with me are my fellow casters, Rob Kalajian from A Pawn's Perspective. Hello, Ben <laughs> Higgins from Quarterstaff Games. The throne of games is real.
1: <laughs>
0: Artist, illustrator of story comic, Barney Smith. Ah.
2: The early bird gets the worm, but the second
0: mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay, and of course, the chaotic good cast would not be complete without our own geek of the north, Jason Hunt. Oh, hi there, peoples! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this even this episode. I almost said this evening, this episode. Let's get to our first segment. New at the store, Ben, no, Doug, take it away. (laughs) New at the store this week is, of course, the one of the most anticipated and hottest RPGs of PAX Unplugged. The hottest (laughs) face core (laughs) RPG that has been on our show for quite some time this year. It is, of course, from Free League, the alien RPG Ben are you getting it at the store we are yeah so this is coming in this week
3: uh it releases today the day we're recording so by the time that uh, you're listening to this if you're not listening live should already be in your local stores so definitely head on out and pick it up I heard the I heard you did quite the uh quite the job promoting
0: this this weekend um we we might have sold a copy or two yeah
4: (laughs) you might have sold like 8,000 Doug
0: um yeah we'll talk about that in the uh the the featured content for this uh for this episode i do not um but yeah yeah we we uh let's just say it was it was a hot property if i'm going to give give a little bit of a spoiler for uh for later on um
5: I i followed the free league feed and stuff when they were posting from uh pax and there was lots of Holy cow guys, if you want to get some of this, get down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
0: pretty cool. Um I'll, 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 we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later. We're going to give we're going to uh, Rob, uh, and Ben and I are, are going to give our uh, Pax our packs Unplugged thoughts here uh for our featured content at the end of the show. So, uh stick around if if you're interested in hearing about our Pax Unplugged shenanigans. I guess is probably the best best way to do it i don't know if you can tell but my voice is still not (laughs) fully healed from uh from this weekend from this last weekend so if i sound a little different that's that's why right there right then what else you got what else you got coming in in the store uh so
3: the the other item which i'm excited about this is actually new two quarter staff i missed it on its initial release which was actually a few months ago uh but Noctiluna from z-man Uh, I discovered this ad packs unplugged uh, and realized I'd missed a really good game. So uh, I made sure when I got back, I ordered a bunch of copies. So this will be new uh, at Quarterstaff. It's probably already at your your local game store if your local game store is not my store. So uh, I definitely missed this one. It's a great little, uh, it's kind of, you're collecting different uh, sets of dice and the dice represent these uh, uh, naturally iridescent jellyfish and it's,
5: it's a game about collecting dice yeah you uh,
0: <laughs> i think I, I think i play that game quite a bit There, Ben,
5: i've been playing that game since i was 11 years <laughs> old
0: <laughs> but yeah the
3: board starts uh at the beginning of the game just filled with these great little uh translucent dice and all these bright vibrant colors uh, and the game has such a great table presence that i'm amazed i i did miss it the first time it came around solicitation so It was a very happy find at PAX Unplugged, and uh, you should go to your local store, see if they have it, Uh, and if not, uh, definitely look online for some reviews, uh, because it is really, really smart, plays quick, easy to teach, uh, and would be a great family game uh, for this holiday season.
0: Nice, nice. Very cool. All right, we're gonna kind of power through these these first couple uh, segments, so don't be surprised if they're a little bit shorter this episode than normal because we we've got a lot yeah, to, talk to talk about talk. about Pax Unplugged, and we don't want it, We don't want this episode to go two or three hours, that's for sure. All right, let's just go to the box office beat, and I'm going to give you an abbreviated version of this uh, of this uh, box office uh, from last weekend. Frozen Two. Took it home, thirty-four point <laughs> six million. They're <laughs> number one. Story. It's the third week in a row. Really? They no. outdid did everything. Uh, it's almost no. close to a billion dollars worldwide. Already worldwide, and it's um, not even
5: Christmas. Like yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, Disney is making a little bit of money on it. So yeah, yeah that's uh, that's the the top. Oh, I will mention Joker's still number ten. And
2: <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something about the Joker.
0: it oh. making by making one point zero four million. Awesome, yeah. love it. Great. Okay. That's the top Moving 10. <laughs> we'll we'll see. here's here's two more facts for this week and then we're we're going to close out the the box office beat. Next week, Jumanji the Next Level debuts. We'll see if it beats Frozen 2. Anybody want to take a guess as to whether or not it's going to beat no. Frozen 2? No. It'll be it'll
5: number
3: 2. It'll be number 2.
5: So. Yeah, definitely. It'll be number I don't, 2. Yeah, I don't uh, think probably that. for the next 2 or 3 weeks and then maybe when the when the Frozen hype dies down around about um, August you know <laughs> uh, Jumanji might have a chance i <laughs> will say
2: thing, I, uh, the only thing that's gonna unseat frozen 2 is gonna be star wars
0: yeah yeah I think have so. you star been wars watching
4: be the the, uh, the marketing for for jumanji
0: uh i have i've kind of seen a little bit of it yeah
4: so uh, today i saw one where it was uh the rock and kevin hart learning how to be old men from danny <laughs> devito and danny glover
0: Oh, that's awesome. And at the
4: end, it's like they're both sitting on a couch with like plaid black, you know, plaid plaid blankets over their legs. And Karen Gillian comes by to say something and they're like, What? 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 And it was just it was I can really tell
5: good. you right now, the press tour for this movie will be better than the movie. Really? <laughs> wow. And, and anything um,
4: where you put Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart together I, is, I mean, is amazing.
0: I mean, I love it. Have you ever seen that clip where they like they they imitate each other? Oh, yeah. Where, like they do impressions of each that's, other.
5: That's what I mean. That's oh, gonna my be God. the funniest part of this whole movie. Like yeah, sure that, movie, it's just the movie will be it's funny. So funny.
0: Kevin, Kevin Hart as. It's
5: just yeah. the, the press tour is gonna be what it, if you if you put that on the extra things on the DVD and the Blu-ray, you'll oh. sell you'll sell you'll sell millions of just on that. Just one of the promotions
4: is, for Jumanji at Halloween was Kevin Hart dressing up like teenage. Dwayne Johnson with the black turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. uh, I think uh, Barney's bagging up those uh, X-Men comics that he had there uh, a couple weeks ago.
2: Who wants an X-Men 307?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's making little boys and girls' dreams come true this Christmas. How can you not have that on your shelf? (laughs) Okay. So the the next the next little bullet point I want to talk before we close out uh, box office beat is that debuting outside the top ten was Playmobil the movie <laughs> yeah. earning just six hundred and sixty thousand dollars yeah in over two thousand three hundred theaters it's the worst opening of all time for a film. Debuting in more than 2,000 theaters. That's, uh I'm sorry, I hate to laugh because someone put a lot of time and yeah. energy into like, that, that movie. Is, that is the unfortunate part. But yeah. that's rough. I mean, they would have that, made
5: more money if they had gone straight to Netflix with it.
0: Yeah. They, oh, absolutely. I, sure. I totally, I totally agree with that. Or if they had, you know, released it when Frozen 2 wasn't in the theater.
5: I don't even think it really would have had
0: much. Yeah. I don't think it would have helped either.
5: Unless there was absolutely nothing else kid oriented in the theaters.
0: Right.
2: I feel so bad because ha- there's a been a lot worse movies. I'm sure. I bet it's right. not that yeah. bad. I mean, there's been. What yeah. was it, well,
0: movies, I, what I think, Barney, I think you need to go watch it.
4: Yeah, Barney, you, <laughs> you take give us
0: kids. give us the review next week. The you Marvel, are, yeah tell us Marvel, how it is.
2: Picture. Oh no, that's the other one. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, all right, Barney's <laughs> Barney's already moving on to the next segment. Right? He's like, no, no. we're not. I'm just gonna totally ignore that comment and If that you want to see Barney
5: do this, comment under the video when it goes
4: live. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Email <guy>. Barney at. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. So that's gonna do it for the box office beat. It's not. There's not much going on. Frozen 2 is pretty much dominating. That's all That's all we need to know. Joker's still in the top 10, which is good, I think. And we'll see if it, it finally falls out next next week. But now let's go to the pop culture corner with our host, with our segment host, Barney Smith.
2: All right, so there there's there a few things that I wanted to uh, touch on. First of all was we had three significant movie trailer drops this last week you know the last weekend we didn't have a lot to talk about but this week when we had Wonder Woman drop we had the Wonder Woman trailer drop yeah we had we had the Black Widow trailer drop and we also had Ghostbusters yeah Drop. And did everybody get to see those trailers yet
0: oh, I, I have I, I haven't seen the Black Widow one Watched them all right before going live, so they're fresh. Wow, I haven't even seen. Yeah, I, uh, I, some of
4: us
3: practice for this. Yeah, I did.
4: <laughs> you put a, a lot of effort into Thanks, in this. Ben. I haven't watched Ghostbusters or Wonder Woman yet. I was going to watch them with uh, with B.
2: They had so just a uh, uh, touch on a, a, a quick about first with the Black Widow, the Black Widow trailer. There, I don't know if anybody's seen the news about it, but there was some pushback. Uh, on the twitterverse about the the trailer because there was a line in there with a the red guardian which is the the soviet not the russian but the soviet version of captain america in there and uh, and for those that don't know that the person that's playing that playing that uh, playing red guardian is uh, david harbor from stranger things
0: oh. popper popper no uh, stranger things or hellboy. more more notably <laughs> more, more notably known hellboy
2: hellboy oh boy he there was a line in there there's a line in there where rachel weiss says uh you got fat and of course um people consider that a piece of uh fat shaming because it's the yeah. same people about the whole bro thor thing as well yeah. but i but looking at it is that it's it, it wasn't it really wasn't that it's there was a it was it was more of a line of because you can see he was he was holding his own he was kicking butt just like uh, bro thor was kicking butt in avengers Endgame, and and so so there's so people just to do some research on it so that the characters that are in there uh um a florence uh, florence poog pooh i don't know how to say her pew uh she's in there she plays uh yelena belova yelena belova is the new black widow in the comics so oh, okay chances are i think this is going to be a movie that kind of introduces her as a black widow for phase 4 and and you're yeah. also going to see they also talk about taskmaster who is in there and he's the uh he's My the one of that and he has it's they call it it's called photographic reflexes that's the actual term for what he has worst power or he, yet
0: or ability yet, whatever
2: he sees he can mimic directly. right
0: right Ooh, that, so, that's cool yeah, it's really cool.
5: It is. He's his any comic appearance he's ever had has been really cool.
2: And he's been in since like the 70s. He's The character's been around for a long yeah. time. And he, he was always a, a main yeah. villain for Captain America.
5: You can kind of tell by how his costume was designed. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks like somebody just mugged He-Man and the Masters of the Universe's set designer <laughs> and just slapped it all on one mannequin and said, here you go, here's
2: your next bad guy. Yeah, with a skeletal head and everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah so definitely check it De- definitely if you haven't seen it check out the check out the trailer the trailer itself is it's it, there's a lot of questions there's a lot of Easter eggs in there for instance uh um, rachel Weiss's character i can't remember was it youna below one of them is wearing the vest that black widow is wearing in event in Avengers uh infinity war oh so wow keep in mind that this movie comes out this movie takes place between of uh, 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 Captain America: Civil War and Avengers: Infinity War. Okay, so this is where she, what she's doing as she goes into hiding, basically.
4: Interesting. Oh, so it's not like a, it's not like a prequel prequel.
0: No, no. Okay, no.
4: I thought this was going to be more of a like her origin story, and I was hoping we'd get to see like budapest and and all of that stuff
2: there is going to be some mention there's going to be some because they they've mentioned budapest in so many times that so yeah. many times like in first one like we America, have to know yes so there will be some sort of uh re- response to the whole budapest thing there's they got to answer it and i'd be really curious to see if they do something where it's actually a churro kind of, you know, like a, like, like a, like the shawarma scene? The shawarma scene yeah. where it's actually, like, actually nothing. But.
5: Nothing actually happens. They just have a great time. It's like, yeah, remember that time in
4: Budapest where we got some, like, amazing food and went to bed early and nothing happened?
5: Yeah. Mission went off completely as expected. Nothing surprising happened.
2: Yeah, because there's not, there, there'll probably be more talk about Budapest because uh, uh, Hawkeye isn't in the movie. He's not listed. He's not in the credits oh, or anything like that. So, so the only one that's in there that they're the only person that's in there that's that's from the thing is um, uh, there is rumor that that well there was Robert Downey Jr. It does have a cameo in there as Iron Man, but that really is the only character that is from uh, the greater MCU that's going to have any level of uh, of a piece in the movie. Uh, it kind of
4: stinks that that Hawkeye is not going to be in it. I mean, it makes sense if. If that's the time period, because that's when he's off, you know, right. being Ronan. But uh, like their chemistry together is so awesome. I mean, the chemistry, even with like Hawkeye's family and, and Natasha is is great.
2: Yeah. And keep in mind, too, that Hawkeye does. We're going to see a heck of a lot more with him with him and Kate Bishop because of right. the Hawkeye great. television show that's yeah. coming
1: out.
2: Yeah. So
5: I'm wondering if that's going to get its full release or not after all that kerfuffle they had with... Uh with him in his personal life though oh maybe yeah Mm -hmm. i must have missed that uh, jeremy renner made some unfortunate comments i don't know if he was serious or joking or what and he shot himself in the foot because they've already written him out of everything else movie wise um they're they're replacing the character i think that's the plan with the hawkeye tv series right now actually is to introduce a replacement for hawkeye
2: well, Kate Bishop, his daughter, ends up yeah.
5: being the new. That's hot I, guy. Think I think what right. they I think that's what they're going to do with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so moving on because we do. You guys have lots of packs to talk about. Uh, the Wonder Woman trailer. Who saw the Wonder Woman trailer? I yeah. saw
5: it. <laughs> I've seen it many times. <laughs> Gosh!
2: Oh my God! So. The white movie love, DC's doing right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, well, here's the thing too: is like when you don't have Zack Snyder directing something. I mean, it, really, <laughs> what happens? I mean, because yeah, really, I mean, look, Aquaman was good, and like in this, yeah. and so, and so for those who don't know, Maxwell Lord is the main villain of of Wonder Woman 1984, and Maxwell Lord is for anyone who hasn't read, um, that the, the comic series check out the the re-release of basically volume two of of justice league when it came out in 88 89 90 i can't the writers who did that they introduced maxwell lord he was basically uh, a rich guy who bought the justice league and he formed the justice league and again and some of the best writing you see not writing as in not writing as in like gritty dark you know anything like that But the Justice League of the, the the rebooted Justice League they did in the late 80s to early 90s was basically the equivalent of, it was B-level superheroes. The only superheroes you could actually afford to pay to be part of the, part of the team. And it was like a sitcom. The best way to describe it would be like watching, reading an episode of Friends as a script. It was just, it was funny banter. It was great. They had they, they, they really took the story and went with it. And anyway, Maxwell Lord ended up, he was the guy who bought, the, bought basically bought the Justice League. He was, he was an absentee millionaire who was just showed up, drive around on private jets and everything. They, they made him into a villain um, in the early 2000s where it turned out that he actually had a superpower that nobody knew it had a power of suggestion. He could actually basically uh, control people's minds. So, he's like a Jedi?
0: I
4: was going to say, we're like Kilgrave.
2: Yes. Well, not so much much like Kilgrave in a way, because where Kilgrave was, it was more blatant, where he just had, he just made suggestions. So, it was to the point where no hero realized that they're being taken advantage of him. So, they kind of introduced it like 10 years later. So, he's the villain in in Wonder Woman. And I got to say, watching that Wonder Woman trailer, I, I think they're going to do what Captain Marvel tried to do with 90s nostalgia that I think they're going to be extremely successful with is bringing yeah. back 80s nostalgia big time. The whole feel of it was, oh, was amazing.
5: And, like, Well, they, even in the first movie, um, when they were introducing uh, Wonder Woman to like the modern world and how everything worked when they were, when they were in London and she was kind of like, well, why can't I have my sword out and who wears these foolish dresses and all that kind of thing that was hilarious yeah. i would love to see her
3: reaction to the 80s like yeah. i i think you're gonna get kind of the opposite uh right. she's gonna teach uh him about right. the current world because she's been living in it she well that's can, yeah that's
5: the thing too she's, she'll yeah he'll come At back that point, and she nice, would have been
3: there for a while yeah. yeah it'll be a nice flip where he's trying to he's yeah. like wait a second what what is this i gotta she might have some
5: interesting anecdotes as to why people do things like this. right. Like, it's foolish it, that they do it like this, but they do it like this. So it's I a,
2: hope they pull. I hope they pull it off really well because I don't want it to be a throwback to. And this is also an Indian movie, Crocodile Dundee two. <laughs> like, right, right. If you remember, Crocodile the first one is like he she's introducing him to New York City, yeah. and the second one he's introducing her to how to live and how to be in <laughs> Australia. Yeah. So that's the one thing I hope that that dynamics doesn't switch. Right? I
5: have many Australian friends that hate it when I bring up those movies.
2: <laughs> Don't you dare.
4: <laughs> so how are they handling him coming back?
2: I, I think it has something to do with Maxwell Lord. There's something he did. There's something about people's dreams come true or there was a, from according to that trailer yeah. that they're looking at it, that they kind of bring him back. Bring it back, and it's something. I wonder like if he's character.
5: if he's really back, or if he's like a figment or something. Because I'm, I'm sure.
4: afraid it'd just be kind of cheesy if he's just like, "Hey, I'm back." Well, was, they basically
3: retcon him back into the show. Yeah, it was pretty I interesting that the trailer just didn't make any. It didn't try to explain it. It just threw him. No, right it was in. just, right. "Hey, look yeah. who's here." <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Maybe that's it him. Was, Maybe he just suggests to Diana that he's still around or something, and he's and she's like, "Oh, well, okay then."
2: <laughs> but this is what I love what you're seeing in these and trailers lately is that the trailers have stopped showing you know, and we always said you you can already tell if the movie's gonna be bad based off of the trailer when they show everything about the movie. Yeah,
4: if yeah. you see every cool yeah. scene in the movie in the
5: trailers, you know you're not gonna see a good movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
4: Well and Mar- Marvel's been notorious lately for doctoring trailers, you know. Oh yeah, that yeah. too. We've seen too, yeah. you know, with yeah. with uh In, you know, Infinity War, you know, we had a scene with the Hulk in it, but it was actually the Hulk Buster. Yeah. Um, In Ragnarok, um, you know, we didn't see his lost eye, you know, in in parts where his eye would have been gone. Um, There's been scenes and trailers that just haven't been in the movies. So Marvel's been pretty great at at trolling folks and and people (laughs) go off on these whole discussions about these trailers and and they're not actually real parts of the movie
5: it's become such an industry for them to like get sneak peeks and to leak scripts and stuff like that. Like, and they like they quickly hone in on the on the cast members who were going to do stuff like that. Like Tom Holland was so yeah. so bad for <laughs> letting things slip and saying things he shouldn't be saying that they were literally using him as a mule to to spread disinformation at some point. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like here, somebody tell Tom that Iron Man dies in the first twenty five seconds of the show, and sure enough, he'll be on Jimmy Kimmel saying, "Oh yeah, so it's really unfortunate what happens to Iron." Oh. <laughs> you know and he'd have the whole internet be, would be flame with people running around saying oh my gosh look what tom holland just said
4: i love when they uh, they did it on twitter one news site reported oh that tom holland accidentally leaks oh, no yeah. ent- entire film on the internet and tom holland replies he's like oh my god he's like i had to actually double check and make sure i didn't make sure that. i didn't do that
2: <laughs> what button did i push <laughs> But, it's well, just it, that, cogn-
4: that new spider suit, man. It's tough to control.
2: <laughs> and I gotta say, and I think you're seeing, I seeing it's that it's the new genre of of how they're doing this now. It's because people are so savvy now when it comes to, um, you know, d- diving into, oh you yeah. know, diving into trailers and just people like dissecting mm, it. They like, yeah. So well, and then uh, to be cognizant of time, then we talk about. Like another great example of that is Ghost, the Ghostbusters
0: trailer. Oh man, that's getting so much hate right now. It's yeah, how, really? Oh yeah. Did you? Okay. Well, t- Barney, I'll uh, I'll let you talk about it a little bit before well, I dive I, in. And
2: I was I was gonna say about it is like I lo- I mean I love the Ghostbusters and and it's that it's it doesn't give anything away about the what the movie plot's gonna be. You know? It's, no. And it's and I think I well, know, maybe.
0: I think it does kind of give a little bit away.
2: But you don't know. I mean, it's like they talk about there's, you know, earthquakes that are happening is there. Then they make the hint that there's been no ghost seen in 30 years. I think that's something that people can kind of take is by saying, oh, is there like a huge like purgatory mouth to hell ghost thing, whatever underneath this place or, yeah. or a giant ecto? Was it like a giant ecto containment unit that kind of was left on was left on and been sucking all ghosts in the whole world into it or something underneath here or, but at least so much, nobody knows what this movie is going to be about. And right. they just, they gave enough to show that it's, there's going to be, you know, I would see, honestly, I guess if you kind of hinted at there's been some, some hate about it would be that it's kids maybe. That are that's with a, that's
0: exactly what the, what the internet is a uh, 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 blaze about is be basically they're saying so ghostbusters 3 is just stranger things spangler <laughs> things
5: Str- stranger, stranger things, things with things. ectopacks and
0: stuff yeah yeah because yeah. the, the main one of the main child actors in this movie is one of the leads yeah, from Fim, stranger yeah, Fim things Fim and and it's taking place in a small town and it's supernatural and kind of weird things are happening so so a lot of people are like oh well they're just trying to take ghostbusters and take whatever's the new hotness and mesh the two to make it popular trying to make some money off the uh, back of stranger things
4: right all the actors pretty all the original actors pretty much signed on with the exception of. uh...
0: well i I don't think i don't think uh rick moranis uh,
2: he hasn't acted since his wife died no.
5: back in
0: yeah movie. yeah. So I don't yeah, But think... I, I
4: heard he was coming back to do a few small things lately. I was gonna
5: say I could see maybe a very quick cameo and then out. Because yeah. now that
4: his uh, now that his kids are are older.
1: Yeah.
5: Oh, that's uh,
4: maybe true. The whole, the, yeah, the whole thing was that he he stopped to take care of his you know raise yeah. his kids. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and he was back recently to do something, wasn't he?
0: I, I don't know. I know he, he kind of just kind of.
4: Yeah, I mean, even a cameo by him would be. Oh, amazing! People and, oh yeah, go. Go. I think yeah, that's absolutely. something that they would probably keep under wraps as yeah. much as they could.
3: As much as I, can, yeah. I actually really applaud the trailer for not including the original cast and let yeah. it, let yeah. us talk about it. And of course, the internet's all freaking out about it, so it's doing its job. It's creating the buzz. Yeah, so like oh it, yeah, totally. It was very much but, planned.
0: But that, you, but yeah. I kind of wanted that that whole thing where like you know uh bill murray's character like takes like the 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 uh what do you call the oh the 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 not the pack. not the the proton, proton pack yeah the proton pack and like puts it like flips it over his shoulder and like boots it on and says something like 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 when han goes on when 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 han Went on the Death Star, on on to the Millennium Falcon, uh, yeah. in that in that uh, what was the episode uh, seven's the, the uh... We're Home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewy one. We're Home. Like I was waiting for that kind of moment for this trailer, and it didn't really give me that.
4: Oh, so <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to see Bill Murray in a diner with the kids, and like flips down a card with a shape on it. <laughs> right. that would be funny like, yeah. so tell me kid you know what's what's the next card or something right
2: there's going to be i i think if they're using if they are using the kids in this sense i i foresee this is my this is my my guess that they're going to be utilizing almost think about it for uh it's i see it as a as an example of episode seven of star wars where there's going to be a passing of the torch and yeah. I see I see that. I see that. If they're smart about it, that's what they're going to do. They're going to say, "All right, you're here." There has to be some level of of formality and 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 ritual and sh- ceremony where they say, "You are now going to do this for us."
0: But the, but they're so young. Like it. It's that one just, thing when you own... have like grown men like fighting ghosts and and everything, but when you have like little kids, it's like uh i don't know it I almost it campy, almost feels yeah yeah it almost feels like okay we don't think that the majority of the audience will will grasp this the only people that will come to a ghostbusters movie will more more than likely be the old fans yeah let's make it appeal to a wider audience by throwing kids at yep. in it
5: that's and that's exactly so, why they're doing that yeah
2: right i would say but then look at it this way i would say it's 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 that old adage of when uh we talked about it i think it was a i don't know how many podcasts ago we we're saying that uh that bi- that great photograph of that little girl i saw at a comic-con dressed up as a ghostbuster this is right. the ghostbuster movie came out and it basically said um you know, this is not your Ghostbusters. You already had your Ghostbusters. This is her Ghostbusters. Yeah. So I see this being the point of like, it's, you know, the same thing. It's a new generation for Star Wars, you know, and it's a new generation for, I love the idea of having like a, like a Ghostbusters world, like genre that takes place in the same Ghostbusters quote unquote universe that has had the sign off on everybody involved from the original to say this, this is good. We want, we want to pass this torch along onto a, a new generation because well
0: isn't that kind of what they wanted to do with the last movie? Yeah,
2: I think they tried, but I think what, I think what it is, that's what the movie studios wanted. Columbia did that. It wasn't the, the writers and the actors and all the, the people they, I think they tried it. They did try it. And I think what, look at it from this way is that Columbia tried it out and said, wow, that didn't work as well as we thought it would. And then, you know, Ivan Reitman's son said, hey, let me, let, let me take a crack at it. Yeah. I think, I think he only brought that up to do it after he saw that there's still a passion for that, that genre. I mean, it's, there's people, that it's, it's a strong, it's a strong community. It's.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you I, I dare to say it's almost like the 501st as far as like the Ghostbuster yeah. fandom. Like, yeah, they're. They're they're they're, semi-professional cosplayers like they are clubs
3: that try to make it as authentic as possible. Yeah, I mean the majority,
0: you know, usually you see the the 501st and whatever Ghostbuster like, you know, state club or I don't know what they call the, I don't think they have like matches that chooses Ghostbusters or chapter, yeah, chapter. You know, those are the two main like if you were at like a legitimate Comic Con. Usually, you see, or, or you know, some sort of uh, show like that, or pop culture show. Those are the two major like cosplay groups that uh, that are there for the most part. Yeah.
4: Even though they're not the same continuity, you think we'll see any uh, cameos by the ladies?
0: I don't think so. I not think so as
4: not as Ghostbusters, but maybe. I, I think
0: character. I think they're going to try to distance themselves as far as away from that as possible.
4: Man, that was a great movie, though. I did. I like. I really liked it.
0: You know, I I, being a father of a daughter, I I I like taking my daughter to go see that movie.
2: I love that. I, to be honest, I love that movie too. And yeah,
0: you know, I. So,
2: yeah. So, and I just really wanted to touch on one more thing uh, before we jump in is the uh, the uh, crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh yeah, Uh, I just finished before we started going. Before we started talking, I just finished. The Flash one, so it's the first episode. The first episode was, uh oh, uh, I'm messing up here. So the first episode was that was there was Supergirl, right? Um, that was on Sunday. On Monday was Batwoman, uh, right? Tonight was Flash, and then they're gonna take a break for until then January tenth. They're gonna show Arrow and then uh, Legends of the Tomorrow. So this is a five part. Five part piece, Uh, so a little, a little piece. So I'm not to give this isn't giving away any of the plot or anything at all. But I just wanted to kind of give everybody a little bit of trivia facts about this. How so? The Crisis on Infinite Earths is uh, is based off of a 1985 series that DC did, where they just had way too much continuity. So they decided to say, (laughs) all right, listen, you know, you know, they had the Golden Age, Silver Age, and the Modern Age. Like, there's just nothing. What we need to do is. Just put it all into one universe so they just had this crisis on infinite earths where they had this huge 12-part series where they just started killing off everybody they just wiped it out they did there were doing all kinds of stuff so what they're doing here is that they're doing the same thing where they're actually just wiping out all Earth. so uh all the the continuity and they're bringing in this is the coolest thing about this and that we talked about this before about who was coming into the series and whatnot and they have, they, they showed like different Earths, Earth numbers. So to give you a little bit of trivia on it, Supergirl takes place in Earth, Earth 38. 38 is based off of the year 1938 when Action Comics first appeared. So that's where Earth 38 number comes from. Uh, they actually had a cameo, and we talked about the uh, the guy that does the voice for Batman: The Animated Series.
4: Yeah, Kevin Conroy.
2: Kevin Conroy. Uh, they showed him. He's from Earth 99, and Earth 99 is based off of the year that Batman Beyond came out. Uh, uh, they showed a they showed a snippet of uh, Earth 75 where Superman dies, and that was based off of Superman issue 75. Uh, that was the issue where um, Superman died in um, issue 75 uh they also have earth 96 and earth 96 is where uh that's based off of 1996 when they when they did that limited series kingdom come they also had this is the other cool thing they had a the, the reporter from batman uh the first batman movie in oh robert
0: robert, robert yeah
2: Whirl, Whirl, or Wall, or malt yeah something
0: like yeah. that yeah. yeah he's
2: he makes a cameo and he's from earth 89 uh <laughs> They had a cameo of uh, Burt Ward. um, Nice. And he was from Earth 66. That was when Batman (laughs) came out.
0: Nice. I like that.
2: And they just had uh, this tonight. They had a cameo of uh, from Earth 203, which is from uh, Birds of Prey. So that was Birds of Prey was canceled after 14 episodes in 2003. Yep. There was one thing that I had to do a bit of research on, and so you're hearing it here first. They had uh, Smallville had a cameo.
0: I saw that one,
2: and they were in Earth One Sixty Seven.
0: Okay. And
2: they were in Earth One Sixty Seven, and Earth One Sixty Seven is a is a is a is a reference to, and that was in Batwoman. The re- the cameo was in Batwoman, and I had to look up Caroline dries is the creator of batwoman she wrote an episode of smallville and the episode she wrote was episode 167
0: oh that's kind of neat <laughs> nice. So, extremely like
2: obscure extremely obscure because everything else it was really easy like you know when you see robert wool sitting there and you see the red wave coming way about earth 89 like oh yeah earth 89 because batman came out in 1989 so uh yeah so definitely you guys catch up on it if you uh streaming services or whatever catch up on the series that i'm recording the whole thing except for supergirl i could never i don't i don't dislike
5: supergirl as a character could not get into that series at all so it's it's the one thing that always trips me up when i when they do those crossover events is i'm always like Wait, something happened on Supergirl.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I feel
5: like I missed something. So now I kind of want to watch it, but I don't want to go back and record Supergirl just to do that. So, <laughs>
4: Dude, I'd now, love to see it, but we stopped Arrow during season 3 and I don't think we ever finished Flash season 1 and that was it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's what um, I was going to ask like, can we jump in and just watch this crisis and have some sense of continuity or would we have to be watching everything? You don't um, have to watch any no. other than okay. some,
2: there, there might be yeah. some side parts to it where yeah. the only thing that mean, you'd <laughs> have to really watch was uh right. the two main characters that were the, well, the three main characters that were, that were in the crisis on infinite nurse in the comic books in 85 was the monitor, the anti monitor, and the monitors basically consider kind of like the watcher, I guess, in a way. dude, yeah. so And then there was two people, there was Pariah and Harbinger. And those were two, uh, superheroes that were just created for the uh crisis on infinite earth so what they just did in this um in this series is that they just used existing characters who just took on the persona of harbinger and pariah so other than that you, you know you're not going to get lost at all you can just okay. pretty much watch all five episodes when the world well, the next two come out in january because it's it's actually just so fun to see all these yeah
0: yeah absolutely
5: and you like the crossover events are always the interesting ones because that's when the producers and the directors and stuff can just go
2: wacko with whatever they want to do. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so funny because there's there's lines because they do crossover events every year, like they just did one for you know the, the year before and the year before that. And uh, there's a line in there where there's a line in there where this um, elongated man who was like the DC, you know, even though plastic man was plastic man was from Earth 2. But uh, elongated man was from Earth one. But anyway, so that's just a side thing. <laughs> the comics, but there he shows up there and like, and like he sees these other people that are that are other Supermans from different Earth. He's like, "Whoa, Superman! Oh, and another Superman!" And so it was, and someone pointed out, uh, yeah, "Don't mind him. This is his first crossover." Like, like <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: love it. I love it. All
2: right, but yeah, awesome. that's all. That's all I had. So
0: very cool. Very yeah. cool. All right, now let's get to real quickly. Let's just get to the Mandalorian moment where we talk about episode. Was it episode five now of the Mandalorian? Like- yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. La la so, la, la, uh, la 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 Rob <laughs> has not seen this episode. Ah. Only three more left. Only three. Rob, three Rob, do you want to put you want to put your, uh, your 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 earphones down and then we'll give you the thumbs up when we're ready to go, or do you want to actually listen?
4: You know what? I'll be I'll be fine. The last time. Uh, there were some spoilers. They actually weren't too bad, and I was still able to thoroughly enjoy the episode.
0: Okay, so. good, good. good. Um, so I think based on episode four and episode five, the let's just. I'm going to give everybody a warning. If you haven't watched it, I'm going to count. I'm going to count down from five. You can stop, and then hopefully you can fast forward and 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 go to our packs unplugged special. So five, four, three, two, one. All right, so here's my thing with episode four, the way it was the episode five, the way this is, I think this is going to be an ongoing thing. I think this is how the Mandalorian is going to be. It's kind of going to be these like self-contained, uh, uh, bad guy of the week kind of episodes from like the here Incredible on.
5: Incredible Hulk, where he wanders into a new town every week. And- <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of how it's gonna.
0: Do you guys? Do you guys agree? Do you think this is how? How? I mean, I personally I'm kind of sad because I like the first three. I thought they were kind of self contained all by themselves, and I I kind of miss that. I wish they'd do more of that. I would like to see him go on the offensive.
5: Okay, and now that he knows he's being actively hunted by the entire guild let's have him actually lay a trap for them instead of just stumbling around into their traps constantly.
0: Yeah, that's you know, true I, too. That,
5: I would like to see them go that way with the last three episodes. And that, cause that way, like when they resolve the whole child thing, then, cause I'm sure, I don't, you think he'll be in season two? I don't know. I don't think he will, the child anyway. But if, if they be. resolve it in the next three yeah. episodes, I, I will be very happy with them doing that T- bit of a twist on it because he's like what is supposed to be one of the toughest bounty hunters out there kind of thing and he's basically right. just running away effectively it's like moment.
0: it right now it's like adventures in babysitting
5: yeah yeah
0: you know I mean, i've got to run from
5: place to place and make sure yeah. the child is safe and i'm gonna do something
0: dumb I'm, like. <laughs> i mean so this episode for folks that that have seen it it takes place back on we're back on tatooine yeah. Yep. which is great. And I, I'm glad we're kind of, I think this is the first time that we're on a planet where we've, we've seen, of, yeah. yeah, that we've where seen things before. are familiar. Like,
5: yeah, the canteen. Yeah. And, yeah. and portal yeah. cubes. That, that'll be my spoiler. There's portal cubes everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um, we get to see, there's a couple familiar faces. Uh, if, if you watch the background, we get to see the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the droid from Jabba's palace yeah. there that uh, assigns the other droids tasks. Yeah. Right, that that's that's that's. Yeah. This, I think
5: dro- I think that was literally called just the Taskmaster or something like that in the Some, in the in yeah the, in the movie. I think as a, as well, a There <laughs> was
2: there was that funny line. that was it was uh where there's a droid now that's working in behind the bar. Of like wow, things have
3: really yeah gone down. We're like, like, we don't no, know sir, no droids here. here. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. so the whole episode really subverted the the Tatooine we knew. It showed us the world without Jabba, the world without the Empire. It, this is true. Know, There's yeah. droids in the, droids in the cantina. The, cantina. Uh, the Tuscan Raiders are not just absolutely, you know, attacking everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, they actually there's some
0: negotiation that happens. Yeah, I like that. For uh, I I I love the fact that
5: it was all gestural. Yeah. There was no. It wasn't just you know like they're not just doing their little their sand people roar thing that they always do. And then all of a sudden breaking into conversation. I I love the fact that they just they don't talk
3: which is really uh, cool. The actor in the Tuscan Raider suit is actually uh deaf. So he actually I was that was what
5: sign. yeah, that looked like sign language because my nephew is <laughs> actually hard of hearing and he uses sign. And I don't I can I can barely understand honestly I have to flip through a book to understand anything he says with sign language, but um I recognized that a lot of the gestures he was making and I was like that actually I wonder if I'd have to get him to watch this episode and see what they're saying. <laughs>
0: Very cool. Um, so basically, uh, Mando's ship gets injured. Gets injured. Well, I don't. Know, what, what do you call it? Broken. Damage. <laughs> Damage. So <laughs> Sorry, I'm still. Ha- I still have con brain. Come on, I'm still like. So so uh, it gets damaged. It has to land on Tatooine for repairs. Uh, he doesn't have any money on him, so he t- helps this other uh, potential like bounty hunter kind of. I liked
5: he, that character.
0: My, my daughter did not like that character. My daughter's <laughs> like, he is a scumbag. <laughs>
5: that's why I like that character.
0: She's like, he, she says, he is not going to last this episode. <laughs> that This is exactly my, my, even my daughter, my daughter's what, 13. And she knew this. And, uh,
5: that, that's what I wanted Layorge to be like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's basically how I envisioned him. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so they hunt down this other bounty hunter uh, that is tracking. Was she tracking? We don't know what she was tracking, right? Was they really out. Run... Yeah. yeah. They don't I'm really explain it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Evident. So, but she uh, she convinces that she convinces this wannabe bounty hunter that hey, you know, if you take out Man... if you leave me and take out uh, Mando, uh, you, you'll be a legend in the. Not only will you be in the guild, but you'll be a legend in the guild because of Mando's status and all this and that because, uh, and, and he attempts to, and well, you can draw your own conclusion, conclusion from there. Um, in the meantime, the bounty hunter that they were, that they were trying to k- track down that he was trying to get to, you know, finish the job. So he get in the chat, the, tra- the uh, get gu- the guild. Um, he takes her out after she says that she could help him take down Mando. And, and, uh, she, of course, you know, he doesn't fall for that because he knows that she's gonna, gonna, but, one Here thing that, I, is the, yeah, go ahead. Uh,
5: so one thing that I just wanted to quickly say is, um, I like the fact that they mentioned that the Beskar is not one hundred percent invulnerable. Right. Like he actually mentions, he's like, "Hey, at this range, the Beskar took the hit." So I'm kind of glad about that because I was starting to wonder, like, is he going to be able to like have a full suit of that eventually, and just walk into a room and just be completely unhurt? Like that mm-hmm. would be crazy. But would be, I yeah. like I like what I like what they did there. And but that's all I wanted to
0: say about that. <laughs> so of course. The, the episode ends on a huge cliffhanger and we see these boots this this like caped figure with boots and spurs walk up towards the dead body of the bounty hunter that uh, uh, that they that they were hunting down and that's all they show they just show the cape and the boots yeah. do we th- of course the internet is all buzz now because it's fact. It could be Boba Fett. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, we do, know. No. Well,
4: that was EU though that he he survived, right? Because I mean, uh, in the extended yeah, universe, he had was. crawled out of the yeah. Sun I think bin. I think
0: it yeah. was yeah. So I don't
5: think I don't think it's going to be him. I very much don't. do you
0: think you think Disney's trolling us or do you think that it's actually Boba Fett? No, I I I think it's the big bad. I think it's
3: the. Uh, the big Imperial officer that they've teased in some of the trailers. The one that we haven't seen. Yeah, the one we haven't seen. He's, he's going to be the big guy for the season. I think this is the foreshadowing to introduce him.
0: I mean, that would make sense. That would make yeah. more sense. It, but, but,
3: but, it,
0: it was black.
3: Like, the cloth was very black.
0: Even though it
3: was kind of dark, it was not the the orange cloak that, that Boba Fett has. It wasn't the light tan boots of the boba fett suit like it, it was all black it was not boba fett
2: well that's... here's the thing though the set sa- the the clinking sound the, the the steps sounded just like how boba fett steps and it,
0: uh, it did yeah and an like, empire
2: an empire
4: that's intentional misdirection hey man boba could get new clothes right like, yeah oh, i mean you, oh, you know you'd be just di- di-
0: digesting in uh, the Starlack pit for like a few hundred years and see ah. how uh see if your clothes hold up
3: I I I will be disappointed if it's Boba Fett because What?
5: Come on. No. no, oh, no man. Boba you can't Fett can't be disappointed, disappointed to see Boba you Fett. You can't
0: be Yeah, I mean, how can anybody be Ben, ben I'm going to have to mute you now. You're getting, you're, you're getting muted. You're getting muted. You're
4: getting muted. Yeah, Dude. but I mean, they want <laughs> I mean, if they want You can't come on my show
0: and say you'd mean, be disappointed <laughs> if Boba Fett is on Mandalorian. If I would they put want it, the
4: Mandalorian to stand on its own though, and not yeah. have. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the conversation yeah. we had. Do you think the the Dark Saber will show right, up? Yeah. In, no, in I game, I,
0: I I totally agree that it doesn't make sense to bring him in. But you can't say you're disappointed in having <laughs> Boba Fett show up. All right, that's, that's the point of contention. <laughs>
3: so, hot take here: I consider Boba Fett to be very visually cool. I've I've got my
0: hand on the mute button. I'm I'm ready. Just dare me, Ben. Just dare me. Dude, He's a totally an F bounty hunter. He were okay. Now, um, oh, you're man. done. You're done, Ben. Dude,
4: hot take right here. I don't like Boba Fett.
0: Oh, uh, okay. You're oh. done too. All right. <laughs> oh, anybody else? Barney. I, I'll, Jason? I would
4: say this. I would say this is that that
2: if I I think as I say because of the the clanging of the the you know it sounded like Boba Fett walk. You, it's in Tatooine. That's the last place we saw him, and I would say that that. If it is Boba Fett, it would be purely for fans to just. Oh yeah. On. Oh, it's. And, it, and yeah. then it's just like getting that great present for that you wanted for Christmas, and then you open it up and it's everything you ever wanted, and you play with it for twenty minutes. You're like, yeah, okay.
0: And then it fine. breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it like, or oh, you I just lose know. interest. Yeah. Yeah, you just.
4: Yeah. It's but, actually okay, going uh, uh, to be MC Chris. And he's going to be playing Fet's
0: Fet's Vet vet. in the cantina on (laughs) Touch Me. Or
4: it could be Jar Jar. Mm
0: Uh, yeah oh oh man all right yeah, he's just asking for two now no, all right man. it's gonna <laughs> It's y'all... gonna. Cut.
4: the first episode gets to start off it's gonna be like
0: my backpacks you jets. jets i found a,
4: a,
2: a <laughs> I bounty hunt for java hut to finance my bet oh,
4: have you seen man. the the video of of baby yoda pushing the buttons on the ship and every time he does it starts playing that yeah. no <laughs> he's like still touching that. that and then he's that's like looking awesome. at mando and he pushes the button again and it yeah playing yeah, Fett's that
0: it's awesome that's funny uh, cool well I'm, I'm excited to see who this uh who this uh, character is I, I, i'm i'm wow. agree i'm gonna agree with everybody and say that it's i don't think it's Boba Fett, but i love the fact that disney's trolling like the fandom and making it seem like it is him which is it would
5: awesome. be funny if it was just somebody who stole his boots
0: yeah, it would. It would. Like it if would they totally actually be had Boba's
5: boots on this, whoever this is, that would be freaking hilarious.
0: Yeah.
2: Hey, yeah, that's right. It's the same company that puts out those uh, Marvel uh, <laughs> Avengers Infinity yeah. War trailers. That <laughs>
5: they'll make it canon that the only thing that survived the Sarlacc
0: pit was his boots.
4: <laughs> was his boots so. <laughs> Sarlacc's got a poop, right? Uh, uh, yes. Hey, uh, pooped out, Pope. Pooped out, Boba's boots.
0: Oh man. Quality, quality podcast here, folks. <laughs> quality.
5: Well, if you'd stop muting us. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Thing, uh, I did want to. So, what did everybody feel about this episode overall? Like, I liked it better it? than four. Okay, much. Better I feel like
4: four. I want to watch it.
3: I uh, I dislike this one. This was my least favorite episode.
4: Really, I
0: no. I, I agree. I, it was not my favorite either. I would no. call.
5: I would in the one to five list. I would put this at about a well i would i would switch for 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 4 like i would definitely have episode 4 be my worst episode
0: really wow. see I, I liked it better than i loved uh, episode 4 so. I, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't
5: get over the a team vibe i was just the whole eight as soon as i realized
0: it was an a team episode i was like nah, i'm done barney can you check and see what the ratings is for the the, yeah, the rating so is for for episode 5
2: episode 5 got a 7.9 uh episode 4 got a 7.8 oh found the same yeah, it's oh, basically the same. It's pretty and I would say I would I would say though that I like sa- I like episode 4 more than 5 because I thought there was more character development happening.
0: Yeah, I did in too. In episode 4. Yep. Or episode
2: 5 was just just cuz he
5: took off his helmet doesn't mean it's character development. No, <laughs> no, but you get to
0: learn a little bit more about the Mandalorian like yeah yeah Culture you got a bit more of his backstory yeah. yeah yeah
2: and also to it to be honest i did like i it, it, it did give me a throwback to and and i might get muted for this um but <laughs> hey i got I, it i got, I, I got, it, it, got it. it it gave me a throwback to empire of uh, I me mean, return of the jedi i mean i watched that when, when that came out yeah
0: actually H3. i i was gonna say that because of the forest and, and everything it did it did kind of and give the me Ewoks, that walks it just yep. yeah keep I, in mind
2: I, I was i was I was how in '83. I was seven. I loved the freaking Ewoks. So I dude, because his day.
4: Ewoks are awesome. Yeah. Yep. So. so,
2: and a little little trivia that Ben probably knows this: the Ewoks were they were never called Ewoks in the movie. Yep.
1: Yeah.
5: No,
0: they were only called never Ewoks
4: in like their special, right?
3: Yeah, in the cartoon too. Yep, yeah. They never refer to the species, yeah. much like the Yoda species. That's
0: yeah.
4: Baby Yoda.
0: No, it's Baby the child. Yoda, dude, it's Baby Yoda. Everything, everything that Disney has put out, it's called the child, baby. They're not, they're not yeah, Yoda. They're,
5: they're just not going to take the take that branding. That's all. Yeah,
0: no. Yeah, so. cool. All right, that was our Mandalorian moment. Now let's get to our featured content. We're we're just going to talk about Pax Unplugged. Both, uh, all three of us, uh, Rob, Ben, and I, got to uh, go to Pax Unplugged. We all have, uh we all kind of. Had different uh, experiences there, but uh, let's. But we
4: all ate Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> but we all ate Taco Bell, and if you don't know Joy, then you don't. You've never eaten at a Taco Bell in Philadelphia <laughs> on what was it night? Friday night?
4: Friday, Friday night. Well, Friday while while Rob is is cursing with two kids behind him.
0: Yeah. Whoops, yeah. That... Sorry. You know,
5: this is going to be my major memory of this. Have, uh, watching it as an outsider is all of the food
0: posts. Oh yeah, popping it's up Philly, on my Well, it's I was Philly. like,
5: I was like I, there was a convention, right?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Right across the street from the convention center is is Reading Market. And oh my
4: god, so good.
0: There's so many food. Like it's basically like Faneuil Hall. If anybody's been to Boston oh, and, and you, got, you got and you go to Faneuil Hall and it's just like, food vendor after food vendor after food vendor. Like that's what it is, and it's just amazing food, and it's it's just awesome. Plus, there's just a whole bunch of other restaurants around the around there as well. That's um, the one wh- thing what? I
5: appreciate about Philly was the Philly cheesesteak. Actually, I actually got to try an actual. Philly oh, steak. nice, nice. It was amazing. Did
4: you have a real one with Steakums and and Cheese Whiz?
5: Yeah, we yeah. That's we went, good stuff. We went to this little hole in the wall place and it was the one thing that i had to do when i was in, uh, when i was in pennsylvania and, and we were in philadelphia briefly and i remember it like it was like 20 some years ago now and i remember it vividly <laughs> nice <laughs> that's awesome
0: let's uh let's talk about uh, of course pax is three days uh it is friday saturday sunday um did all of us go down on thursday did the three of us did Rob? did you down leave on thursday
4: probably. i got there pretty much the same time you did it.
0: OK, yeah, we got down. We left. Uh, I left really early in the morning. I left at like eight thirty. Uh, I drove uh, all the way to Connecticut. Uh, it was about three hours. And then I ho- uh, I caught up with uh, Derek and Amanda, uh, who, you know, of course, Amanda Call from from the show. Uh, Derek is her, her husband. And uh, I just carpooled down the rest of the way with with them. We hit some traffic in, you know, New Jersey and Connecticut but uh, we finally got there about seven hour, you know, after seven hours total uh, of my my journey, I got got there and we checked into the Airbnb. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Uh, we had to get into the uh, vendor hall because we were we had to get all our dump stat teas in there and we sold uh, and get that all set up. And then I also uh, helped uh, Free League set up their booth, and that's where I spent most of my week. Uh, my, my, most of my packs unplugged was at the Free League booth, um, but uh, yeah, that and then you know I think uh, I think that was about it. Uh, Rob, you you got down there about the same time I did. Yep. So I
4: go I uh, all three years now go down with the Geek Fever Games guys. They're uh, um, a design group based out of Connecticut. Um, also, two of uh, two of them are the owners of Face Shift Games, which just had the successful Dungeon Drop Kickstarter. Yep. Uh yeah, we got down there about 6:30, set up real quick, went back to the Airbnb where I uh had some meatballs and some some spaghetti for everyone. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um yeah, so then it was, you know, that was kind of like a just a quick drop stuff off, eat dinner, go to bed type thing on uh, on Thursday.
2: So do you bring meatballs wherever you go? Is this like the thing you do?
4: This is uh this started last year because um at PAX U because we had a an Airbnb instead of a hotel. And I said, hey, you know what, since since I'm tagging along, I'll make like a, a big pot of meatballs and some spaghetti. Uh, and then so for Carnage, you know, we have the chalet and I'm like, hey, I might as well do it again. And then of course for PAX this year, people are like, hey, you making meatballs? And like, yeah, totally making meatballs. <laughs> this Absolutely. is gonna become like a con tradition. That's
0: the thing, yeah. yeah. Um, last year I went down with, with Ben and, and, uh, Jordan from, from quarterstaff games and Margaret, uh, you know, Jordan, what's Jordan's partner. Jordan's I, I, partner I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, we got, we took the train down and, and Ben decided to take the train <laughs> down again this year. Yeah. Only, uh, Ben, you want to tell us a little bit about that? You left what, uh, pretty early in the morning.
3: So the train leaves, uh, the, basically the town over from Burlington, at 10 in the morning and it's normally what would be a 10 hour train ride which is not bad you're on a train you can basically do whatever you want to do uh but we got just outside of new york city and we stopped and we sat and we keep hearing the conductors kind of come on and being like we're sorry you know blah, blah blah we'll we'll be going soon and soon turned into a few hours and eventually Uh, What we found out was there was a section of uh, track which they had to uh, close down because apparently there was an accident and uh, a a person had gone onto the the rails and and gotten killed. So we had to wait for that. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, So we didn't find that out until uh, Saturday. They kept referring to there was an incident earlier in the day um, when when we were on the train. But essentially we had to wait. um, And because. They had to close down that section of track. Uh, It didn't have any electricity on it. So they had to bring a diesel engine up, connect us to that, tow us through the dead zone uh, and into New York City. And then once we got there, we were able to to make our way. But it turned uh, what is normally a 10 hour train ride to a 14 and a half hour train ride. And uh, we were ready to be off the train at that point.
0: Uh, oh I bet I but bet. Uh, yeah we got in at
3: like midnight that night and it was just right to bed. couldn't do anything the day before but yeah that was oh. that was our Thursday
0: wow <laughs> so Friday was uh Friday was the first day for uh for packs unplugged I I got up early in the morning uh we opened I uh, opened the uh the free League booth and uh, made sure everything was all set at uh, the Dumpstat booth, which we, or not the Dumpstat teas booth. I shouldn't say the Dumpstat teas uh, portion of the game and a curry booth, um, which shout out to game and a curry for letting us, uh, uh, uh bringing our, our product there and, and, uh, you know, selling it on consignment for us. And, uh, Friday was, uh, was a pretty busy day for the most part. It was, Ben, you probably agree with and Robbie probably agree with me that it was the slower mm-hmm. of the three days.
4: It's the slower of the, definitely the slower of the three days, but compared to the past two packs used where the Fridays were, were very, very slow. Yeah. It, um, was. it was, it was a, a drastic improvement in traffic uh, mm. this year.
0: And, uh, and the vendor hall has like grown like crazy. Like it's, it's, it's almost f- that
4: whole block now. Yeah, like it's what yeah. it halls A through E.
0: It's, it's it's yeah it, it, like it's doubled every year. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's gotten quite quite large.
4: Yeah, there was um, no dividers. It was pretty much concrete wall to concrete wall.
0: Concrete this floor cool. to concrete floor. Oh. oh my god, that floor was <laughs> Yo, yeah, that, <laughs> that floor was bad. That floor's rough. Um so the the free league uh at free league we had um it was the pre-release of the Alien RPG and we had people lining up for the alien rpg even before we opened like somehow folks were getting into the fender hall and like asking for it and it was it was ridiculous but by the time um friday was over uh we we went through like i think like 15 pallets of of wow. of stock before it was yeah i mean it wasn't all it wasn't all uh, alien but it was a lot of copies of alien and we went we sold out all but I think 14 copies going into Saturday.
4: There I was heard, this there was this Twitter blast that was like, "Hey, there's this like really sexy dude selling copies I mean, of Alien."
0: I mean, Thomas, then, th- Thomas was there, so you know. <laughs> I heard yeah, they I've, mentioned at one point
5: that they had almost sold out of all of the accessories more so than the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That that people were people, people.
5: Yeah, people were showing up and getting. Like a copy of the game and then all of the accessories, like like a copy of the core book and then like every accessory.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, people. will... they Free League was was doing a huge bundle, and I they were doing it like you could just buy it all for ninety nine dollars, which was a which was a crazy oh. deal.
5: Wait, that's like one hundred and eighty dollars Canadian.
0: So okay, I'm good. Oh, uh, I was about to and, get upset. Oh, that's right. You guys, off.
4: you guys have that Monopoly money.
0: Yeah, yeah. and literally, monopoly. I told I told them ahead of time. You know what we need to do is we need to make sure we bag all these bundles up and just have them pre-ready and and people hand us ninety nine dollars we hand them a bag you hand us $99, yeah. and that's and that's pretty much what we were doing like yeah. right away and then after a while um, towards the end of the day you know we finally it finally like the the craziness finally uh, settled down and I was able to show folks like kind of how the game works mechanically and talk to them a little bit but yeah it was crazy. Yeah. Um, we definitely did not forecast enough product for for PAX Unplugged, but it was also the first year for Free League, so they were very very pleased. I think, um, based on on what Thomas was saying, it's, and uh, uh, yeah,
5: number one with a bullet on uh, drive through right now for PDF sales.
0: Yeah, it, it's 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 an amazing it's an amazing game. If you're a big fan of the Alien RPG. Um, I think you're, I, think you're really I cannot,
5: every time I see a post about it and I'm like, you need to buy this game right now, <laughs> <laughs> just go buy it.
0: <laughs> but let's, uh, let's, let's go back to Robin and uh, Ben guys. Were there any games that, uh, you were really excited about that uh, were really hyped, uh, on Friday, on Friday that, you know, so your eye? my,
4: my biggest thing was I really wanted to get to play title blades from skybound
0: oh yeah yeah that looks Um, beautiful by the way
4: last year i was about to sit down and play it and a a non-media person was looking for a seat so i i gave up my seat Mm. um this year i was like you know what i'm gonna sit down and play uh so we played two out of the four rounds and i have to say it is it is real good oh nice um the core mechanic is worker placement but it's almost like I don't know. There, there's a lot to it. It looks more complicated than it is. Uh, it was pretty easy to take your turn pretty quick, actually, once you know how to play. Um, but you're going from area to area, placing workers, getting resources, um, completing challenges, You know, fighting a monster if you want, um, and then just seeing who comes out on top of this leaderboard, because the whole thing is it's a competition uh, to see who becomes a, a blade or something like that mm-hmm. um, and it's the first in a series so there will be a dungeon crawler coming out and an RPG in the oh, title nice. blades world uh, so that was really cool and definitely one of the better games I played and I finally got to play uh dice throne adventures also they had oh, okay. a, yeah. a prototype copy there which is really cool because it's it plays <laughs> just like dice throne um except you have these little AI minions on a map, and then uh, you, you play like what they call the portal crawl phase. Um, and then after that, which is considered a night session, then you go to the next phase, which is the boss phase, and you'll you'll fight basically a, a non-player character um, that hits harder than a regular player. They have more health, and their attacks do more damage. Um, really, really cool, and um, I can't wait to get my hands
0: on, on that. Nice. Ben, how about you? What did you uh, What did you experience Friday that uh, maybe was so high?
3: my My game plan when I go to these cons is demo a bunch of games and see uh, learn what I need to about them so I can sell them in the store. Um, but really, the first day I tend to just walk the hall. I'll okay. go to one end and I'll go. Usually, I start at the far end, the one where all the smaller publishers and vendors are and I'll just walk up one aisle and snake down the next and do that and I'll actually do that twice and take a note of stuff uh, so that something jumps out and catches me. Uh, I happened to walk past one table that was doing a, a quick little demo and it, and it stopped me because I overheard them talking about the characters in the game and they have basically all the characters in the game have some sort of uh, disability. They may be uh, missing a, a leg or they have, uh, uh, you know, they're on the spectrum or, or something. So they, And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. That's a design choice to have these representative uh, people and have these lesser seen uh, people that are definitely in our, in our sphere, in our gamer sphere that are now going to be featured in a game. So I kind of stopped and and listened to that. Uh, The name of that game was, let me pull up my notes here, uh, Prisma Arena. Uh, It's going to be coming to Kickstarter in spring of 2020. It's uh, basically like an arena fighter, uh, crossmaster, any of those type of, uh, but it uses a card comboing mechanic uh, where you're not just like rolling a die and seeing how much damage you do. You'll use one of your abilities, which will then, there's a symbol on that ability after you use it. If you have a card in your hand that matches that symbol, you can play that, which will then have another chaining thing. And you can chain attacks out of your hand as long as you have it. Um, So it's got some hand management positioning and stuff. Um, It's got stickers, so you can customize the, uh, the characters in there and really make them representative of you uh, you know, if you're if you're playing someone who has maybe the same disability or or, uh, you know, you're trying to represent something uh, and it just it caught it really hit that that this is a thing we don't see a lot in normal gaming and having that out there and having that representation, I think, is going to be good. And the gameplay looked really solid. So I'm excited to to get the full uh, the full look at that when it hits Kickstarter uh, early next year
4: that's funny because like i mean i and and i kept saying this to, to people no matter how many times i walked the floor and you know go even go aisle by aisle there's still stuff i miss and i completely missed that one yeah it was um, um, that sounds like it's really really
3: awesome they were hey, in the, the hub game booth, um and they were just kind of off to the side and kind of overshadowed by their bigger titles but
4: hey ben do you know
2: who the creators are are they self-advocates or are they
3: um i believe they are um i don't have that information right on me it's something i'd have to look up um i've got their their card at home i just have a picture of the game on my phone which is okay don't you this is your
5: home is it (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, no. Uh, the bed in the back is for show. It's not. Oh, right. oh, oh. Uh, so. uh,
0: yeah, I. Uh, there was. Uh, there wasn't too much. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna admit to, to most fo- to folks that uh, I really didn't get a chance to see much of Pax Unplugged because I was, I was working most of the time. Uh, most of the time, I had to have folks come to me, which was uh, which was very nice, and and I appreciate everybody that did come come over to me and and pull me aside. Um, I will mention one thing that, uh, that I did get to, to, to have experience Uh, Friday. uh, Ivan van Norman came over to, uh, to over to the booth to uh, pull me aside. And uh, he pulled me aside twice. Uh, So uh, this was the first time on Friday, he pulled me over and he's like, uh, he's like, you want to see some of the minis that we have coming up for altered carbon. I'm like, (laughs)
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> and, and so like i get he scrolled through some images of that because they're doing the uh hunters entertainment they've announced a little while ago that they're doing the uh the altered carbon rpg and uh i guess they've got some minis coming up for it which is really cool um i hope uh i hope that's not too much i, I know that uh, uh i don't think that that's that's too much that i'm not supposed to say but i i I wouldn't expect that they, you know, I, I wouldn't expect that they they wouldn't let people know that they they are doing minis. So, um, yeah, I, they looked really amazing. I'm I'm glad that uh, he showed me the renders of them, and and uh, I'm excited to see what that uh, what that project's gonna look like for uh, Ultra Carbon. That was pretty much my one like big thing on Friday because well I we did really
4: uh, we did Funko on Friday as well.
0: Oh, did we do Funko on Friday? I thought we did on Saturday. No, nope, that was. Friday. That was Friday. Sorry, my 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 weekend just kind of all snuck together. Okay, so, <laughs> fun, I don't even have my schedule anymore because I deleted it because I need room on my phone. Um. So on Friday, we did, I opened the free league booth. I worked for a few hours. Uh, Ivan came over, but then at like what was it? Like eleven.
4: It was eleven or eleven thirty, yeah. Yeah, eleven.
0: Ben and Robin, Ben, Rob, and I, we we met up and uh, we went over to Funko because uh, Funko would email me and said, "Hey, we're doing these uh, sneak peek. Would you like uh, Would you like to uh, take a look at what we've got coming up?" It's like, and, yeah. Um, I don't know if if I mean folks know what Funko is, you, Barney. You you know what Funko Pops are, right?
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You can't not know what Funko Pops are
0: yeah it's it's just uh <clears throat> they're all over the place funko also does uh this funko verse game which is a like a, a miniature a miniatures like skirmish game or there's all sorts of different uh, different modes of play um but it's really well done I, I really like it it's 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 simple but there's a lot of uh, a lot of strategy to it um I we got to sit down with Stephanie Straw, which is like their community and brand manager. Yeah, there we go. Um, and uh, we got to uh, we 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 got to take a sneak peek at what's coming up. Like, oh, I think it, oh, man, it was like
4: we get to see is yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, we get to see some stuff. Uh, I think it's quarter one, I think is what's coming most, out, right? I believe
3: most of what they showed us was quarter one. There might. Be a product in there that was quarter
0: two, but we we can't tell you what we saw.
4: I think the I think the very I think the very last thing we saw was quarter two. Okay. Yep. The
0: it's one of those things. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like men in black suits will show up at our doorstep if uh, if we say. Well, now you have uh, what to we tell saw. us
4: because I want to see this part.
0: Because well, I mean,
4: we are we are allowed to say that there's going to be uh, there's going to be single packs
0: yeah yeah we can say of, that uh for the game
4: which we've, we we kind of mentioned on our video earlier that we recorded
0: yeah if, if you haven't seen that video uh definitely ch- check it out because uh it was it was our initial reactions we, we as soon as we went to uh the funko uh sneak peek we we kind of went up <laughs> to the media room and kind of filmed our thoughts which i thought was pretty fun <laughs> um I watched
5: that that was funny
0: yeah it, it was uh it was a good time i uh i'm really like we they're putting out single packs because usually they're coming four packs or two packs but the but uh, yeah for 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 a full full game experience so so now they're good they're gonna do these like one-off little where you can buy a funko pop with a card and like an item and just add it to like like the set that rob just all held up the four the four pack um or you can add it to the two pack too i guess um but uh, I think that's an interesting way to do it. And I think it kind of gives it a little more collectability. And yep. it brings that price point down as well. And, that's and the, how the, the price point for
4: market. the singles um, are pretty good. I think she said like they're going to be about $15. Yeah. Which is a little more than a single pop normally. But you're getting a game piece, an item, and the card. And I think some of them come with a... Uh, no, they don't come with scenarios because there's... Yeah, you, no. they don't they don't assume what maps you have, uh. But I think it's it's really cool because you're getting. Uh, we saw two, and they were really really
6: cool
0: <laughs> the the characters. They, the IPs they, involved like, are yeah. really desirable. There were two different IPs. They were not the IPs that they've put out previously in these waves. That's good to um, hear. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And then we saw a couple. We saw a couple two packs. So we saw
4: two more two packs, and then we saw a new. Four pack. pack. And the four pack actually has a character from an IP that has never been a pop before. And it has a character from that IP that has been a pop, but not on its own, only in a vehicle. And that's all we can say. That's, about That's
0: that's all we can say. We can't <laughs> say anything oh, else. So, wait, so, don't so, need a so vehicle. any, so any, any Funko like enthusiasts can kind of draw. You, 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 feel free to speculate. Let us know in the comments whether you think. But uh, we're not going to confirm nor deny what uh, what your uh, speculation is going to be. But uh, and
4: then we we got a hint of some IPs, uh, and and what the future holds for our Funkoverse. Yeah.
0: You know, maybe you'll have to go back in back time and, and look. Yeah, to look at some of their posts to see the future. You might have to get out your DeLorean.
4: No, no. <laughs> okay, you skipped over subtle now, Doug. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things where you just have to to hover over a few things yeah, uh, make Ma- sure you don't miss them. We're yeah. never going to be spoken to again. <laughs> <we blew> <laughs> I was trying to keep it very... <coughs> I was trying to get... Doug was just like, no, nah, it's this. Like, yeah,
5: no, like, I didn't. Okay. I didn't say what it was. <laughs> let's let's have a peek behind the curtain and whoosh! <laughs> Here
1: you
0: go! <laughs> oh, man. It, it's, um, it's
2: Optimus uh, Prime, isn't it? It's damn it, Bernie, you're
0: not supposed <laughs> to say uh but yeah they, they've got some really great stuff we're hoping that uh, maybe we can get stephanie uh stephanie, stephanie straw on the show uh to talk a little bit more about uh, funko games because funko games is not going to just do the funko verse games they're they're right. doing other games as well which is really nice to hear yeah, um, but, but, which good. they they have been anyway because it's prospero hall um that, that's kind of the, the the studio that was doing they've done uh horrified um I'm trying to think. Of, What's Jaws. that? Yeah, Jaws. Jaws. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see too, that not only are they doing other games, but these games aren't necessarily going to be Funko IPs. They're just going right. to function like they've always functioned and make games. It's just now that Funko games is, is publishing them.
0: Right. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was, like I said, I was really excited to be a part of it. Um, it was, it was definitely, one of my highlights of of Friday and one of my highlights of of the convention in general. Um, there was a lot of
4: there was a lot of like fanboying and geeking out
0: happening yeah, during that yeah, conversation. I, I would have liked to uh, have recorded an interview with Stephanie, but I know us. And I know we would have, like, totally blown it and, like, totally, <laughs> totally... We, like, we
3: also spent way too much time geeking out about the stuff we couldn't film. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I, and if you haven't played this Funko verse game, you need to, especially if you have kids, if you have fam- family, it is a really legitimately solid game. Like, Damn. it is fun.
5: What you're saying here is, next time you guys all go to PAX, we need to get a GoPro strapped to every single one of you.
0: I, I, have, I have a... Uh, uh, I carry like go, a, four, a GoPro a with a microphone
5: mounted on it no, that I would don't. be
0: that would be perfect. Yeah, no, but broadcast. <laughs> anyway, that was that was pretty fun. I, I hopefully can have Stephanie on the show. It'll be it'll be a blast. Um she's just a delight and uh yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be a good time. Uh is there anything else to, would you guys want to add anything else about Friday? Bad uh, we
4: went to Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did go to Taco Bell after. Like against your will or no, no, like it was Oh, voluntarily. Oh, was that
4: it, it's super cheap to eat and like everywhere else in Philadelphia is like wicked expensive. No, it's yeah. not. No.
3: In Philadelphia is cheap
4: clearly you didn't take Ben with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ben, was that also the night that was was Friday night also the night where we went out? Yeah, I think that
3: was ball pit night. Oh, yeah, that nice. was the night you guys went dancing
0: yeah we we okay so <laughs> so at like 12 what was it like 12 o'clock at night yeah it was midnight oh y- you so, messaged
3: me and mid- you're like mid- hey
0: m- hey what are you doing And i'm like
3: sitting in the hotel room you're like let's go somewhere
0: so okay so you hear what you gotta realize is that i don't sleep like i maybe like most <laughs> nights like i get normal like humans no i i'm i'm basically a, a robot at this point um I, I get maybe three, four hours of sleep a night, and that's oh that's kind of how 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 I function. That's fine. That's fine. It's no. It's 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 fine,
5: It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's fine.
0: It's fine. It's fine. It's really fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so and and I love being out in Philly, and it's there's multiple reasons why I like being in Philly, but like when I'm there and Pat's packs unplugged, and I get to see and hang out with folks that i don't see on a regular basis that i like to to talk to and i like to hang out with um i i, I try to get that chance um yeah i i just uh, so friday night i i messaged ben i'm like hey what are you doing let's go let's let's go somewhere and so i put on out on facebook you know hey philly what's everybody up to tonight thinking well maybe i'll get one or two yeah no everybody's like you gotta go to the concourse dance club and because that's where it's at (laughs) okay look at me look at me i am i was
5: gonna say doug at a dance club
0: so so i I meet ben at his hotel and he's got john kennedy who is awesome and we need to have john on the show again um i don't he, he was on the pax unplugged episode last year uh john is just an amazing person he he writes for all these really big rpgs and uh so him and john kennedy uh joined me and we're, i'm like we're going to the dance club he's like and they're like where are we going we're like we're going to the dance club so i put it in my phone and i forget to change it from drive driving directions to walking directions so (laughs) philly is all these one-way streets so we basically made like this huge like six mile no it wasn't six mile but it was like a two-mile loop
3: it was what should have been an eight-minute walk and it was a half an hour walking tour of downtown philly it ended up being at midnight (laughs)
0: so so we we finally make it to this club and it's like behind this hotel in the basement like totally like out of the way like I, i wouldn't have ever seen seen it if i wasn't looking for it so we get to the door and they're like you know it's five bucks i'm like okay cool we'll get in there and it's just like and it's
4: just
0: like lights and and you know it's a dance club I, haven't I can't been to picture
4: a... you at a at a dance club
0: I, I i can't uh yeah here it's like no they're, they're, okay I... so we so we get down there right okay and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some <laughs> dishing now because poor poor uh, i hope uh i hope uh ryan doesn't uh doesn't doesn't mind too much but we get down there and who do i see like immediately ryan schoon from man versus meeple and man that guy was working it Like that dude was like, they'd been, you could tell that most of them been there for like a few hours, but dude, give it up for Ryan Schoon, man. That dude was just like totally having, having all of it. So we go into this dance club and of course there's a dance hall, there's the dance floor and off to the, uh, off to the right is a ball pit. Oh. in the dance club
5: like at the mcdonald's yeah Happy yeah Day. like
0: yeah up, yes like and tape. there are there are drunk people like lined up forever for this thing okay so Could we go to the bar all the
4: con cooties in there so, i was like, gonna say that sounds like a trip to the emergency yeah. room so <laughs> yes.
0: we, we we go to the bar and we're drinking and 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 ben buys us all drinks so, of which was awesome and uh we're standing there and uh my buddy spencer reeve from idw games is there and and uh we i I'm standing there and he kind of knows the stick that I have online with, with my daughter and how like, you know, I take pictures with her and she just gets annoyed. Yeah. And so we're standing there and I'm like, so uh ball pit, huh? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> he goes, you know what you need to do, right? And I'm like, what's that? Spencer. He's like, you need to jump in that ball pit, start taking selfies, and then start sending them over to your daughter at two in the morning. Because at this point, it was like 1 30 in the morning. Yeah. He's like, you need to send those over, and you need to use some really cringy hashtags like, "I've been eating before you were born," or hashtag yeet Life, living the eat life, living living my eatest life. Like all these, he's like, I'm like, oh man, swag. yeah. Yolo like all the like cringy stuff so I said to uh, I said to Spencer I said Spencer I like where your head is at I am not getting in that ball pit do you see those people grinding in the ball pit right over there yeah that's that was I'm, my,
5: that's where my mind first went I was like there's gonna be people just like mm, yeah, no no we
3: <laughs> have two groups of people in this dance club you've got the young 20somethings that are there for the dance club I mean you've got the slightly older uh board game crowd just <laughs> kind of milling about some of them hopping into the dance area then they come on out and it's like this is a very interesting
0: visual we have mix of it up. was it was and, and here's the other thing like the ball pit had a ball pit sweeper so there was a guy that literally his job was to sweep the balls back into the pit all oh, night. Yeah. So you have drug people throwing balls everywhere. So, <laughs> my question for everybody is I have two questions for, for everybody. A how do you become a ball pit sweeper? <laughs> like, is that a job that you just like post out online? Like, Hey, I'm looking for a ball pit sweeper. Would you like to apply for a ball pit sweeper? And then once you become a ball pit sweeper, do you put that on your resume? Like, is that something you As actually like? Yeah,
4: you're like, I sweep balls. Like
5: I, I guess. I'm betting the person who ends up doing that is low man on the totem pole at the club, who's trying oh, to, like, get his foot in the door or something. And it's just like, hey, you want to be here? You go, go grab that broom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today is sweeping balls.
0: I, like, I, oh, man.
4: Now, like, while you guys were off, like... Raven and sucking on pacifiers and stuff. I was doing business, right? Like Rob was there to help bring the fun while Geek Fever Games was pitching games to a company.
0: Okay, well, I, I was <laughs> and, out there clubbing, uh, so.
4: And we were, for a meeting that was supposed to last from like 10 to 11, we we shut down the con hall and moved to a Marriott and finished at like one thirty. Oh, that's happened. Uh, and then
5: <laughs> closing, you know, closing down the bar at the marriott
0: I, <laughs> was, I like, was just I was just making my first dive into the ball pit at that time, my friend
4: <laughs> now, and I discovered something thanks to a a an older gentleman uh with the most beautifully blocky black eyebrows I've ever seen. Doug uh, who was our our waiter that night. <laughs> oh and these sure. things were like okay. perfect rectangles and just jet black like you sure oh. it wasn't doug. It was not done. No, 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 no. The, I'm talking like perfect rectangles. Okay Doug, wow. okay, Doug, okay. grab a razor, Doug. I think you can I hold said he's 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 uh he's ordering drinks and 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 uh, you know the the Jason from Geek Fever gets you know Jameson on the rocks and then uh Kurt from this company gets uh something, and I was oh, I'll take a White Russian because I like me some White Russians. And the waiter looks at me. He goes. I'm gonna put am I'm gonna put a, this in your in your White Russian. You'll you'll love it. I had no idea oh, what he no. said. I, I, I
0: said I had he, no idea what get, he said. Did you get roofied?
4: I did not get roofied. Thank you. Uh, but what it turns out is he put some kind of hazelnut liquor in there. Oh, my White Russian, and it was amazing. Nice. Oh, really? I don't think I could ever oh. drink a White Russian without it. Oh! It was so good. Yeah, you don't like hazelnut. I know. I, I that Nutella hazelnut.
5: crap is just pour it in the garbage straight. No, out no, the no that's
4: like pour it in my bathtub, and I'll just like. Oh,
5: stab uh, it. no! Oh. Okay, you wow. no. see that next week. I'm done. <laughs> I am done.
0: I was thinking that's probably what was going to happen with whatever you put into your drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to wake body up body in a bathtub full of Nutella. <laughs> exactly.
4: I'm mean, going to. It's going to look like I have hair. It's just going to have a Nutella <laughs> <cap>.
0: <laughs> I will pay to see that.
4: I will do it then.
0: You have to cover <laughs> at least the price of the Nutella. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh,
4: we, uh, so yeah, I helped I helped pitch some games, which seemed to go pretty well.
0: Nice, nice. And
4: then I, you know, went to bed, like, way, way past my bedtime, because my bedtime is normally like 10.
0: My, my bedtime is not 10. And I that was dumb, my friend. doesn't even understand what a bed is now at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know... J- sidewalk after after uh, a few balls bounced out of the the uh, the ball pit and we picked them up and they were warm and we threw oh, them back invoice. um yeah they were they were not good um yeah. i know ben ben and John decided to call it a night and and <laughs> yeah was was it pretty uneventful walking back from the
3: yeah we didn't like i said you know it's about an eight minute walk if you <laughs> are walking in the right know, direction walking, walking <laughs> correctly and not taking the the scenic driving <laughs> the surface streets, but, but I'm sure uh, the yeah. hotel's right here. No, but it says uh, we go this way. <laughs> it was, it was really nice weather in Philly. Oh, it was. Yeah, it it was, was it was very nice. Wasn't too cold. Um, and you know, we were hovering at about 50 degrees most of the day. Uh, even the nights didn't get down really below yeah. 40. So it was, it's good walk. Philly, uh, at least center city, Philly where, where we were, um, is always really neat to walk. There's tons of things to look at, even while you're walking. A lot of historic buildings. Yeah, we went past uh, one building that had uh, a bunch of board game pieces, giant board game pieces, in it's like little courtyards that had, you know, the iron for Monopoly and Sorry ponds. And mm. uh, so we kind of looked at that a little bit, which was neat to see. Um, and yeah, uh, but yeah, it was, uneventful night and yeah we made it back to our hotel room and and crashed out
4: nice i love um, the, uh, the, the sculpture of the giant poop right outside the convention hall I, I think it's supposed to be like a drop of paint that fell off a paintbrush but it's yeah. really just a gigantic pile of poop
5: giant nice. moji it's nice. like a giant
4: orange poop pile you know. <laughs> uh,
5: i bet you that was a few million dollars as an install <laughs> oh my goodness
0: I I uh, I stayed at the club for a little while after John and uh, and Ben left. Um, I, I hung out with uh, Ross Thompson from the Op or USA. Yeah, it used to be USA And Ross, man, is Ross, my boy. Ross is a great guy, yeah, huh? isn't he? He's he's just he such a nice awesome. guy. He's awesome. Um, him and uh, Spencer, of course. And then after a while, uh, I saw Ian Moss from uh, he, he's. Uh, Usually, he's from like Pandasaurus Games. I know he's worked with John Gilmore a lot. Um, he's uh, he's super super nice guy. I met him uh, last year, and uh, you know, I just uh, I love seeing what uh, I love seeing game designers kind of like start start making their marks on, on the industry. And Ian's definitely one of those ones that uh, I, I think is up and coming and, and doing some cool stuff. Um, so <laughs> as we're standing there, I look over at Ian and and I'm like, and I'm looking around and i'm starting to realize something as I, as i'm looking around i'm like in um of course i've got my i've got my uh, my cardigan sweater on <laughs> You <laughs> did too oh my god <laughs> <laughs> at the dance club and, and, I since, and, oh, oh, and I should say, oh, we should also give a shout out to uh, Dan- Daniel Zayas. Uh, Dan- Daniel Zayas is the one that, that made this, uh, this event possible and organized it. And so shout out to Daniel. Thank you so much for, uh, for inviting us and, and having us uh, there. Um, but I lean over to Ian and I'm like, you know, all the ladies in this club, I'm old enough to be their father. <laughs> he, he, J- jason's just laughing i um and i said i'm I'm feeling kind of skeezy right now that's me in
5: every club i go into these days i'm, I'm at the age now where i'm like i should either be the owner <laughs> or just like picking up my children or something from the yeah. club but i don't belong and,
0: and, and then and then spencer was talking with us too and spencer goes well i didn't want to say anything but all, all of us, all of the, everybody keeps looking over wondering why we brought Gramps to the club.
5: <laughs> Who's this old timer who wants yeah. in the ball
0: pit? Like, Thanks a lot, man. And uh, it wasn't much after that I decided to leave, but uh, it was fun. I always like catching up with, with everybody and, and seeing everybody and mingle, you know, just even if it's just for a little bit. And, man, I'm going to tell you, Ryan Schoon, man, that dude was killing it. Killing <laughs> it at the dance club. Shout out to Ryan.
4: Well, uh, my Saturday was much more exciting than any of your nights.
0: All right. I don't know about that. We had a pretty exciting Saturday night, too. So, right, Ben?
4: Sat- Saturday night, Geek Fever Games and, and I were like, all right, con hall is closed. Go back to the Airbnb. Ate some dinner. Played a couple games growl. In bed by 930.
0: Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Dude, do you even know how to
4: con? Dude, Grand my body walk. was in such <laughs> pain for, just from all the walking I did and yeah. the lack of sleep from the day before. Cement wow. floors will murder yeah. you. I'm an old man, um, so I had some meatballs, some leftover meatballs, and some frozen pizza, and uh, played two games wow. of Growl, and then it was like, yes, it is bedtime, Rob, and I was nine thirty till seven, and and it was
0: glorious. Rob, you you need to stay with Ben and I next next year because uh we'll teach you we'll teach you how to convention.
4: Well, and hopefully hopefully uh, B B will be with Oh
0: yeah, and that would be awesome too. Yeah, no, just hopefully B will come we'll 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 hang out with Ben and I, you know, and I'll go convention. back and go yeah, to bed. You'll right. go back and go to bed and we'll we'll actually uh, you know party it up. Me, uh, me and Joe,
4: me and Joe will go to Taco Bell and hang there.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um Saturday was was a very busy day. That was the busiest day of the con. Like like definitely that is just crazy it's it always amazes me how much busier each year gets um and this year was no exception uh we had like i said we had about 14 copies of alien the rpg just the core books uh for saturday and they were gone within the first hour um at this point the freely booth was getting very very thin on uh unstock and and we went into sunday with very little stuff it was actually really kind of scary uh, as as far as uh, you know i mean it was good that they had such a successful event but man you know they could have we could have done a whole lot more sales because uh because we just it just was just an incredible incredible event um I'm trying to think i think my the biggest uh the biggest thing for me I didn't really get a chance to do a whole lot of, sh- uh, of, of uh, other meetings, but, uh, during the day, because, because, uh, I was working, but, uh, Ivan Van Norman was leaving to catch a plane. Cause he had to leave early on Saturday. Um, and, uh, he, as he was leaving, he, he grabbed me and he's like, Hey, you need to come with me right now. Uh, I want to do a little video with you and, uh, talk, talk about, uh, the the big reveal that we did this morning and uh, of course i've been working all day i didn't get a chance to see what that reveal was or what the announcement was so we went up to the media room and sat and for like five minutes uh we talked about uh, the fact that hunter's book hunter's entertainment i should say is putting out uh, werewolf uh, fifth edition for Werewolf awesome. the apocalypse fifth fifth edition. And I'm going to insert that infor- that interview right now into the podcast so you can get it get a listen to that.
6: Now that we've shuffled up, packs yeah, unplugged yeah, a little bit, yeah, and made it into <laughs> it, sorry to make you run all oh yeah, No, that's here. all
0: right. I'm so glad you took time to, to challenge me. Absolutely. I'm here with Ivan Van Norman. Ivan, you're like you're the man. I'm um, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to fanboy out a little bit. You're, 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 you, know, okay. you know, you know, you're one of my if favorites. I, if I had a hood up right now, you, I'd you, like pull it down. <laughs> you know, you're one of my favorites. You, you just uh, love everything you do. Thank you. Um, you're just all over the place. Um, but you made a huge announcement this morning. Yeah,
6: we um we uh had one of the first press drops i really. Had the opportunity to be able to do it with hunters. Like, we, we have a lot of great stuff, so we make like Outbreak Dead Kids on Bikes um, and Icarus all through Renegade Games at the moment. But this morning we got to announce that we're working with White Wolf to put out Werewolf fifth, The Apocalypse 5th edition at oh this my point. Word. So we're publishing and developing it, and then Renegade's going to be distributing it. And uh, this is, I mean, uh, yeah, so. Well, short short interlude. Yeah. Werewolf was the first game I ever GM'd. Really? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay, it was the first game I ever GM'd, and I did that, and then immediately ran kind of like my. I call him my Justice League of the World of Darkness. Okay. So I had a game that had a mage, a hunter, a werewolf and a okay. vampire in it. Mm-hmm. And um but werewolf was always the first love and now um and now we're doing the fifth nice, edition so W5e. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah, um it's super exciting and super um humbling and also terrifying. Yeah, no
0: <laughs> because there's a huge fan base that, that loves
6: these games. Yeah, and... and I love them too. And I, I want so hard... I, I want to make it so good for everybody, because this this game has so much lore, mm-hmm. so much legacy, and, it, and its messaging is so important and lovely right now. It's so important and lovely right now. Mm-hmm. And that I'm, I'm just really excited that we have an opportunity to bring it into... Uh, bring in a new chapter. That's great. So it's, yeah. great. And it's
0: great that a fan
6: like first of all well we're all fans not even just well, me yeah, too. but yeah, you are like, a
0: big fan of this like, to, to when, be able
6: to what's that like when you wish upon a star yeah like, <laughs> that's incredible like I can't believe it. Yeah, no, it's, it's weird because we were all because when we started this company, we all just original creations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wanted to pour our love into the games that we loved, and then literally when someone says, "Hey, do you want to do blank?" and in this case, it was the the World of Darkness team coming and being like, "Hey, are you interested in werewolf? We'd like we'd like to have you submit for it." We were like, "Okay," and then I literally just spent forever. on what it was because it was so important Um, and so yeah I mean that's that's the long short of it Uh, that's awesome it's, it's great and terrifying and lovely now Are
0: you going straight to
6: retail with this, or how how is how I guess because I I know a lot of these
0: too many details about
6: what we're going to be doing with it. What I can say right now is we are going to release it 2021. Okay, 2021. Okay, and the um there there will be a pre order for sure. Okay, you know whether that the how that pre order is going to roll out is still yet to be determined. Okay, there will be we will be tapping and and play testing and. Making uh, making play testing around Avail- available, maybe. Okay. Nice. You know, nothing cool. nothing confirmed yet. But I will just say that we're a big advocate of um, get the game to the gamers and make sure that we're on a g- good place that everyone's really happy and sure. and has an opportunity to put in their two cents. But also understand that like um, you know. I mean every every voice is so precious and this game is so precious to us that um, we're just uh, we're just excited, excited about the opportunities that actually sure. come into it Sure, so. that's exciting yeah. now if folks want to find out more right where should they go so uh, you can obviously if you haven't followed World of Darkness or Werewolf the Forsaken on um, socials you can totally do that um, you can find Hunters Entertainment bloop, um, and Twitter Instagram and Facebook Twitter is hunters underscore enT and everything else is just hunters entertainment so that's the easy way to get updates to find out because we're gonna be putting it out there uh, you can go to our website that's where the press release is now but you know. that's very cool congratulations thank you I'm
0: very excited you know Alex contacted me and said we got a big announcement tomorrow you're gonna want to know about it <laughs> I'm like okay and then I've been so busy all morning and then then I got over to and you showed me I
6: yeah. Oh, oh that's sort another of part God. too. If you want to see, we put a 45 second uh, uh, teaser video out, like a, a, um, an announcement trailer, a teaser trailer, you could say, um, which I'll uh, add to you. Yeah. And um, uh, if you want to take a look at that, i will give you a little tiny peek of just how much, how excited we are about this process. That's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> well,
0: well, Ivan, thank you so much for giving you, me man. your time. Yeah. And uh,
6: we'll see you on the internet. Absolutely. Thanks for
3: I didn't know that about 5th about edition. I'm trying to segue into something yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <Uh-oh, laughs> you're trying to make it seem like the edit works. Make it seem seamless. Business. Seamless, all right. No, I'm curious
4: ahead. now with all these different companies putting out the different World of Darkness mm-hmm. properties, yeah, because there's oh, a huge revival for
5: that uh, that second edition stuff. Is also it was popping up everywhere with their super mega deluxe editions and all. So it's so- like
4: so. There's werewolf fifth. There's vampire fifth. Changeling second is with Onyx Path. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, so, but are, is the world of darkness staying coherent, or are they actually?
0: I, I think that they all are working because they're all working with with White Wolf. Right. With White Wolf.
4: So, so I can t- I can fill
2: you on that because I am uh, White Wolf is my bread and butter. That's the thing that I I I passion. If you ever see my, I think Doug, when you came by to visit, yeah, you, said, you had a
0: lot of White Wolf on your show. All
2: I had was White Wolf. So basically, what it is is that there's you know the, the fifth editions and what. So what they did is that so changeling they're coming out with probably be changed like third edition. Cause I already had a second edition from the nineties. So,
4: well, no, so because so onyx the, path had a second edition that they said onyx, No,
2: onyx it was path the, the lost deluxe, edition. It was the deluxe. Edition. Oh, they had, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the second edition. It was the 20th anniversary editions. Okay. So they can onyx path onyx path owns basically the original continuity of the, the white wolf. So, what they did is when White Wolf actually ended everything in '99 when they said, "All right, we're just," gonna, and then they started over. And then they had, you know, then they had Vampire the Requiem and then, instead of Vampire the Masquerade. They had Werewolf the Forsaken instead of Werewolf the Apocalypse. They kind of rebooted everything because, and and so and so what it is that original continuity that original canon they had that was Werewolf the Apocalypse, Mage the Ascension, and so on and so forth. Um, Onyx Path. Uh, bought the rights to produce those were so what they did is they they just made 20th anniversary editions of all of that stuff and so i'm really excited about this werewolf fifth edition because uh, werewolf is how it was it was made because a lot of people did not like werewolf the forsaken uh that when they when they redid that and but I'm I'm curious because I know that where uh, Vampire the Ma- Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition that they came out with last year this past year gotten it had mixed reviews huge mixed reviews I
4: really yeah. liked it really um, I thought the book was laid out really well I like how they they modernized things and they yeah. they didn't You know, entirely wipe out the history of the world of darkness, but it's definitely been retconned a little bit. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was very well done.
2: Yeah, I'm so excited about the see what Werewolf because I've, I've, I, I run, I've ran, I've ran Werewolf games. I just, I just finished one last year. I just finished doing a Werewolf Wild West edition.
4: (laughs) That's yeah, that's the one, man.
5: This is the edition that I started playing with, and it's the only edition that I play with.
4: Yeah. Now, what I want to know though is 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 what's going on with with the wraith? Because I've heard different stories about the license for that, and now it might belong to some estate or yeah.
5: I had heard oh, something about wraith that was, about how they maybe possibly the Empire, used it without permission somehow. Ooh. I love Wraith. I mean, Wraith well, Wraith the Wraith
2: 20th anniversary story. edition on the Kickstarter was really good.
5: Yeah, that's um, such a beautiful book. I got to see a few of those uh, 20th uh, 20th anniversary ones.
2: Yeah, was gorgeous. That. I want to play, and well, here's the thing too: is like basically, if you play, and this is what I always tell people, Wraith is probably the most hopeful game out of all the World of Darkness. <laughs>
4: Oddly enough, <laughs> but it's yeah. it's also like one of the most difficult to to really play.
2: And you know, but also too, compared to the other games, you really are. It's it's the closest you can get to like a like a golf fantasy world because it takes place. If you play it right, it takes place in a completely different setting.
4: I always tell people it was like, uh, it's like what dreams may come, the RPG.
2: Yeah, yeah, similar.
4: Yeah. yeah,
5: it's it was so hard to integrate all of those games as they came out actually because I started playing with the with the vampire uh, in second edition. I had the first edition books, but I started really playing the second. And then as the other books were coming out, that's when I was playing. So, of course, everybody wanted to play the new characters. And we ran a, a an overarching game across, like, three groups. And it was so interesting and unbelievably complex to integrate the werewolves, the vampires, the changelings, the mages, and then eventually the wraith. And we were like, how... How do we write a story that everyone can actually participate in mm-hmm. with this? Like, well, and they was, also
4: had, you know, they had mummy, they had yeah, hunter, yeah, they do have had, mummy, and um, then
5: hunters, and it was just it never stopped. Yeah,
4: what like, was the other one? Exalted. Well,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, exalted. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be the 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 initially the 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 five core game was, it was was vampire, vampire came out in ninety one werewolf came out in 92 mage the ascension came out in 93 wraith wraith the oblivion came out in 94 and changing the dream came out in 95 those were the that was the five core that was the 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 title five and then they came out with sub they came out with side ones like mummy mummy they came out with which was a series like that was connected to vampire because it was the same cover design from vampire and then they came out with gypsy which was uh which they came out with, which was not that good. Uh, and then of course, so Hunter came out as an afterthought. It wasn't part of the, it was supposed to be part of the core system.
5: It was, they were so popular in the Canon. Yeah. that people really wanted to be able to play them. And then all of a sudden White Wolf was just kind of like, well, Oh, okay.
4: Let's, well, then there just, was, let's there was the ones too. Like we had Kindred of the East. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there was of course, Dark Ages, which was a really, really good book.
2: So, yeah. So the cool thing is, is that they came out with period pieces. They came out with period pieces for, so vampire the masquerade came out with vampire dark ages. Then they came out with werewolf wild west. Uh-huh. Then they came uh-huh. out with, uh, then they came out with, uh, mage, uh, Renaissance. It was the age of the rent. It was during the Renaissance period is when the mage yeah. game came out. Then they came out with uh, Wraith race, the great war, uh, which they came out for the Wraith time period. And they never came out with anything for Changeling. And um I asked the uh, the developer, um, Ian, uh, Ian Lemke, who's who actually made change created changeling. I kind of asked him on, on one time on, on Facebook, I said, Would well, do what would why didn't you ever come out with a changeling one? And and his response was is that because of how the cut the the canon is with with changeling it's based off of where the she come back in 1969 anything they had any time period wouldn't have it wouldn't have involved oh uh, yep <laughs> so the closest the, the closest thing they ever came to doing any type of changeling piece was they had uh, dark ages fay was the closest thing they ever came out with that and that was nothing connected really to the modern changeling
3: games at all so
0: yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for uh, for fifth edition. Uh, I can't wait to see what uh, Hunter's Books does because uh, Hunter's Entertainment Hunter's Entertainment uh, I'm, definitely has put out some pretty decent stuff.
5: I'm really I'm eager and I'm a little bit worried about it too. Like I'm hoping that they've that they're going to go in the right direction with it because when Requiem came out, um, my local game store at the time uh, bought heavy into it because everybody was playing World of Darkness at that time. Um, and they they were like oh my gosh there's a whole new game coming out guys they've changed everything and my group which at the time consisted of like 24 people we all uh, picked up the one core book at the store Um, well didn't pick it up we picked it up and we're we're reading through it by the time we got to the end of that book we were done Mm. two weeks later the guy owning Mm. the store was literally giving us the books for free Mm. hoping that we would play it and not a one of us was interested we had we literally just tossed the books that's so, how i
4: felt going from ad and d second to third edition
2: yeah. <laughs> but so rob i got a question for you about the vampire the vampire masquerade fifth edition they yeah. they went back to the original so they had all the traditions they said they had the venture and the tremere so it was the same
4: Yep. And I, the one thing I was disappointed in is I was hoping with a newer edition, they would have the 13 clans in the core book. But they do split it up. You only get the Camarilla. Um, right. Yeah, it would make sense. And then I had this. But you the also get like... So you remember how you had um, the caitiff Yeah. And and the Thittenbloods? Yeah. Um, it is more rare now to have vampires of the, the clans. Um, there are more now thinned out bloodlines in the modern world. Um, so, I mean, you've got those, you get the Camarilla, but a lot of it is focusing now on these younger vampires that are trying to make their way in a world that is rapidly changing, but the vampire hierarchy is still very rigid. Yeah. Um, And kind of behind the times.
2: It's the whole OK Boomer thing. Yeah, it's the whole OK Boomer (laughs) thing.
4: Uh, But the really cool part is that with the rise of technology, the Inquisition has become crazy. Uh, So vampires have resorted now to using all these archaic forms of communication because they can't be as easily intercepted. So they're writing letters and they're using
5: (laughs) cursive handwriting. What what sorcery is this? (laughs) Yeah. It's
4: like um and so you have these young vampires who who just don't believe that. They're like, oh, I use the internet, and then they're they're just dying because the Inquisition is alive and well and picking them off as soon as they open internet. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I would say because that piece
2: then of what you just said, Rob, would kind of waylay any fears that Jason would have. Yes. Because it's long because if you had those that the, the werewolf <laughs> fifth edition where you have the Fiana the silverfangs the shadow lords th- those are the names that people will recognize
4: yep uh, so they had cool. the Glasswalkers and the yeah all those I um
1: <laughs>
4: yeah no i I know a lot of people had problems with with the new vampire, but I thought it was as a second edition player you know or whatever version it was that had the rose on it back in the day that's when I yeah, it was a
2: second edition yeah
4: um it really kept the feel, but it did it did feel modern. And it it gets rid of the the wacky stuff like the the Ravnos anti-deluvian having been killed at some point and it retcons a bunch of the really weird stuff. Right. Um and it, it almost feels like it just it just picks right up, but it's modern day. That's where
5: werewolf always caught me too. There's not a lot of the whole, hey, this is like a five thousand-year-old werewolf. That doesn't happen. Mm. In, there's no such thing in werewolf it's, it's all like legends and what's well, because they just killing each other yeah but like i liked that part of it because like, like we were just saying the whole thing with the vampires was there was always some ancient dusty old pile of skin and bones somewhere who would rise up and be like you know what kid here goes new york
1: yeah
5: and it's done and i was like really come on guys you think this is Terrible storytelling for a game that is about literally storytelling. Like, there's nothing else to the game. Like,
4: and it got more and more ridiculous as yeah, like that's the why late, the late '90s, early 2000s yeah. went on.
5: I stopped but collecting I, not too long before that, yeah. actually.
2: Have you guys ever played Vampire Bloodlines,
4: the game, I played, a video um, game,
1: yeah,
4: no, I played you know. the one with Kristoff. Okay, um, the first vampire game PC game ever made
2: the vampire bloodlines game play that you can get it on steam and it's that there's been a lot of patches in it because when it came when it first came out it was it is the truest way to play vampire where you can really feel what it's like to play a vampire and then run up against a werewolf Uh like there's there's a there's a scene in that movie where you go you go to the mountain you actually kind of end up you know going into like a werewolf life and then that your action on that is to just survive for five minutes and not die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you realize if you really play, if you're, if you're playing, if you have a storyteller who's running a good werewolf campaign or playing a game, then you realize just how basically indestructible werewolves are.
5: And vampires yeah. are terrified of them.
2: Yes,
4: and then <laughs> you realize why they're so terrified of them. If throwing you're throwing buckets werewolf. of d10s, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I love, don't think there was enough d10s in the world to play yeah. werewolf properly. That's, I love
2: but, right, yeah. I love I love it when I've been running games and someone says, especially like vampire or something like that, and somebody says, "You see this little girl on the street?" or "Da da da." She's like, "All right, I'll steal her money." I'm like, "Really? Okay, hang on, let me roll."
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
0: had no idea it was that many dice. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that was uh oh <laughs> Saturday night. Let's let's get Saturday night we're we to go the weekend yet. We have even done the we're gonna done Saturday yet. Sorry, we're going back to the whole packs and Plug. Saturday night we uh we decide I, I go out to dinner with Free League. Uh afterwards I, I call my buddy uh I Message my buddy Ben, and they're like Ben, what are you doing? I'm always,
3: I'm always messaged at like midnight, being like, hey, hey, I know you're
0: up. Ben, what what are we doing now? So I again, I posted on Facebook, and uh, this time uh, uh, I guess we had missed there. There was an after party thing earlier that evening that that didn't go quite as late at the tiki room, but uh, uh, but that was winding down as as we were headed out. But uh, of course, our good buddy Dan. Uh, Danine from uh, uh, Ultra Pro uh, messaged us and said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm at the Aloft. Uh, let's let's uh, why don't you head over there?" So we hung out with him for a little bit and uh, played some pool. And when, when
4: did the prop? When did the, the vandalism happen and property damage? The Her-
0: the the Pax Unplug <laughs> sign. Yeah. Um, that was later on in the the evening or in the morning, I should say.
3: I always leave too early, apparently, and that's probably good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see these things.
4: Happening. You you have an alibi.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep when all this foolishness happened. Obviously. Yeah,
0: I, I I don't know. I'm I you know there was like a yeah. See, Pax Pax puts up these uh, signs like throughout the the sidewalk, and I might have run into one but that's okay we don't need what's that did you break it no did those it things are indestructible
4: you? did it break you it well i don't know dude connor connor from gem hammer and sons messaged me about eight he's like hey man what are you doing i'm like dude i'm eating jenner and going to bed <laughs> wow uh, yeah and he was like all right man cool <laughs> rob
3: rob's con experience would probably be a lot healthier for me
4: yeah, Rob, Rob's. It's like uh, but, Budapest.
0: You remember it very differently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so I got in uh, probably around three. I think. Oh. I think it was one. Three. Dude, it just makes me tired to <laughs> And, and, and to everyone
5: me. is cringing at Doug saying three a.m. and Doug's just like yeah. And
0: and, and here's <laughs> here's the best part. I started editing that video that I shot with with Ivan and and had it pending to uh, I I, I d- designed okay. thumbnails. I didn't get to bed till 4 30, 4 45.
5: I was wondering because I woke up in the morning and I was like, just just got uploaded like 45 minutes ago. And I'm like, Doug, it's still not even 6 a.m. Not, here. What are you how doing? How do you
4: how are you a functioning human being?
5: Well, he's uh, not. That's the- not really <laughs> human
4: anymore.
0: <laughs> um, so so yeah, so I got up uh we got up early in Worked the free league booth uh, in the morning for, for free league. Uh, at that point, there really wasn't there much to, to sell. We had copies of crusader Kings. Um, I did a little interview with, uh, with Tam who uh, put, who created a game called layer uh, from game and curry games. <laughs> this is really cool. Uh, worker placement game.
3: It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, um, you're, you're basically uh, trying to build this underground layer And uh, try to—it's like a race for uh, race for the finish line kind of game. There's some uh, other mechanics to it as well, but uh, it looks really cool, and uh, I really enjoyed my time uh, time with with Tam, and and uh, he he showed me his portfolio of games that he pitched to uh, various uh, publishers, and and his his shtick is that uh, his games all are are four letter word titles. So (laughs) he had he had a whole bunch of yeah Jason I've. Jason, what? not those kind of four letter words
5: no 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 that's not where i was going i've actually seen lair oh you have okay i have so so i was like wait a minute i googled it really quickly and i was like i know this this is the this is like the dr evil lair building yes i've seen that game
0: (laughs) yes yes it's actually really clever really great game uh it's i was
5: not about to say anything four letters yeah
0: i i i'm i've got my finger on the mute button here we go there you go you're muted I figured nice. I figured I'd prevent myself before uh, before I'd have to edit that later. Um,
3: I, got, I got two four letter phrases for you right now, okay that suck
0: okay, you're muted again. <laughs> you're done um so, like I'm done uh, <laughs> um yeah, it was great uh, i i still am trying to work on the video. I shot that video with the uh, I got some new uh bluetooth wireless uh. Uh, <laughs> um uh, i also guess i had some bluetooth uh, wireless lav mics but like for some reason whenever i import the video it doesn't pull in the audio so i gotta figure out somehow some way to uh to uh edit it without doing too much to it um but no tam was was awesome i can't wait to see i have a feeling that based on his portfolio there are some games that We'll probably see announced getting signed by the next packs unplugged. There's one game that he's got that, man. If I were a publisher, I would sign it right now. Like it's that good. I can't. I can't say what it is because I know a couple, couple publishers are looking at it. But oh my gosh, it's really cool. Anyway,
4: Jeez. we did our <laughs> we did our dump stat pick
0: we did on Sunday we did um, uh we did a dump stat uh you know get together and photo op which was really awesome I love uh the fact that uh you know we have such a great community that comes around and uh that uh joined us for that uh great uh gr- great uh folks that just that showed up for that that photo um, no I,
4: I will say Jason and Barney that uh, Doug did not take my suggestion of cramming all of us in a bathroom stall to take the picture, I am deeply disappointed. I I didn't see
5: the picture, but I think it would have been way more fun. Yeah,
0: Yeah. no, I don't think that that was the bathrooms
4: at PAX Unplugged this year were especially disgusting. They were not really. And they oh. ran out of paper towels in most of them by like oh, the no. end of Friday.. Nope.
3: And I'm they didn't a, no re, they
4: weren't replacing them. Like most of the weekend, there were no paper towels in the bathrooms. That's gross.
0: See, I just went up to the media bathroom and that was fine. It was blue. I should have fancy. Yeah, you <laughs>
3: My number one con rule is locate uh, a bathroom that is close enough that you can get there but far enough away that most people won't use it.
4: You locate yeah.
3: that day one yeah. and that's your bathroom. And yeah.
4: Ben did offer to help me go to the bathroom. One I night. did.
3: I was going <laughs> to, I was going to hand you the, the paper needed.
4: And we're having this conversation in front of like two random people playing wingspan. <laughs> uh, he was like, do you need a hand? I'm like, you're going to like come help me like wipe in the bathroom. <laughs> quality
0: podcast content right here folks right (laughs) um oh yeah i
4: I will say uh they i got some samples of of g fuel the healthy energy drink okay (laughs) um turns out you can't get that here turns out it is absolutely revolting it is like (laughs) ultra sweet they use sucralose to to say it's sugar-free um but this it is, is it is so so sweet. It, it, it tastes like sugar for like two point three seconds,
5: and then it just it tastes, tastes like crap.
4: Yeah, it's like oh, it's twenty five calories, and it has all this stuff, and it's like yeah. oh. anything with sucralose and nutra sweet and oh stevia. Wah, wah,
5: wah, wah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'll
4: stick to my my Mountain Dew game fuel. Ninety calories is not much more than twenty five.
5: Also, cannot get that here either. I looked because I, I was curious, it.
4: It's good wow. stuff. I, uh, I'll i have to mail you some.
5: <laughs> I am I have a couple of fee- feelers out there uh, amongst my friends to see if that can maybe transport somewhere. Because remember, I also am the Geek of the North, so I live in the middle
0: of
4: nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> You'd have to start uh, like a, a still. Yeah. Make your own.
0: So, yeah, that was uh, Sunday. And then Sunday night... Uh we, we did sports ball, sports ball.
1: Well,
5: yeah, you guys so you went to a hockey ball.
0: game. That's cool. No, we did not go to a hockey game. No, we hockey went to a sport.
5: Well, go to a sport. Then Doug, <laughs> we, we,
0: uh, last year and uh, this year, we, we, I've taken, uh, you know, some folks to the Sixers game. Uh, luckily it's been, it works. It's worked out both years. It at, out both. Uh, yeah. Sunday, Sunday night, they've, they've had a Sixers game going on. And, uh, yeah, we went and caught the the Sixers play the uh, the Toronto Raptors at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. How did our team do? Um, you got stomped down pretty hard. <laughs> neither
3: neither okay. team did well. It was a slot.
0: No, that's not. right. I mean, the first <laughs> half was a little was a little rough, but the second half they came back. I mean, it's, the Sixers came back and and uh, scored a lot of points, and and Toronto really couldn't kind of keep up with it. But then tor- Toronto towards came back towards the end. The score says that they only. Will, got beat by like six, but they were up by like the, the Sixers were up by like 20 at one point. And yeah, it wasn't really a, a contest in the, in the, uh, in the second half. And uh, should we just, I, I think I should just say it just for now that um, if you're listening to this podcast and your name is Jordan and you work at quarter uh, quarterstaff games, um, LeBron James is not the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, and uh, that would be Michael Jordan. So feel free to, uh, you know, leave a comment and uh, like this podcast and and subscribe. If you definitely (laughs) want to uh, hear more of my thoughts on that uh, next
5: week, uh, Jordan will be our special guest to yell at Doug.
0: No, you know what that was. uh, Jordan actually actually offered to come on the podcast and it would just be him screaming for 30 minutes about (laughs) how great stabbing the mute button. (laughs) Yeah.
3: My, my co-manager is very passionate about uh, certain sports things. (laughs) and uh, lebron is one of them
4: yeah which is ridiculous i I had a great time my my way home sunday night
0: wow yeah no i we we offered the the invite but you couldn't come but maybe next year maybe next year maybe maybe Uh, next year because i like uh, the fact
5: that when you took the picture it was all of you guys looking at your phones (laughs)
0: yeah that's pretty much what i mean that's what i did when you know i take the take all the folks that don't enjoy sports to a a pro sport game every every
5: single person is looking is is like this when doug takes the
0: picture (laughs) staring at a phone Uh, screen we have good seats too i mean i like i like sitting i I like going down to philly and and getting i I just like philly in general but that's that's
3: philly is cool
0: it's a topic for another another being a former philadelphia 76 er sixer you know alumni it's, it's always nice to go back into the Wells Fargo Center and be be with my people. people with with my fans you know ben it's so nice that i have like the 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 folks there that to, to kind of keep the the autograph seekers away from me yeah
3: yeah we try to go we try to walk in you know the the door and they're like no no this is this is for season pass holders so you don't want to go here or you will be mobbed so they send us around to the general entrance where no yeah. One knows though,
0: yeah yeah that you know you know the general where there's just yeah you know, there's just a few people a waiting to get in you, you know that it's just the you know they don't want i don't and plus you know i'm not i don't want to be that kind of you know former player
5: you don't want to take yeah you do want to take the from the new people crowd.
0: yeah i i you know i just want to come off like it like a regular everyday guy you know that's you like that's all i'm that's all i wanted you know i mission accomplished Doug yeah exactly exactly that's okay um,
4: i uh i made up for not going to the game by just sitting comfortably amongst the three gigantic
0: bags of free games i brought up. You, you nice yeah you scored that. quite a bit I,
4: that yeah. was a
5: ridiculous mountain that you had a picture of
0: i will but, never be able to rev- i would never be able to review all that or get that to the work. table or i don't know i, you I don't would know
5: show up at the door with that and your wife would be like oh hell no you build a house oh, out of that stuff. You're sleeping in the. By yard. the way,
0: oh, we should, we should, we should. <laughs> I should say that I did make a couple of pickups. Um, I should say, I should thank uh, John from uh, John Merrill from the uh, Free League booth. Um, he bought me the box set of Delta Green, the mm. RPG. I have that upstairs, which I am so excited to uh, to dive into. I will fight you for it. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful box set. Either that or somebody um,
5: tell Ben to knock that Forbidden Lands box set off the shelf and stick it in a box. <laughs> oh, it's Dick's And, <stick> it <laughs> and,
0: and then it. the other thing that, like, my wife told me not to buy any RPGs, you know. Before,
4: oh, says, I know what you bought. Has she, she said met you? <laughs> she, she, said,
0: she said, don't come home with any RPGs. And... Uh, i mm, i i met the beyond the folks that make the yeah. rpg beyonder <laughs> you
4: blame that one on me that was, that was totally my fault
0: yeah you, I, you and, and you weren't the only one like i, I knew that you, I, I i you kind of reinforced the fact that i needed to get over there um cuz uh mel from the uh from kicktrack came over to the free league booth to seek me out specifically and she's like you don't know me but i know you ah! <laughs> She says, she says, I, 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 I know what you do. Have you met these folks? And I'm like, um, no, I'm like, hey, it's very nice to meet you, of course. And she's beautiful. She's just, just a, a wonderful, wonderful lady. And, uh, and, and we'll have to have the kick track folks over here on the show. They're the kick, kick track and the pledge manager folks. Um, and, uh, cause I said that, you know, I get emails from them every week at this point. Um, in one way or the other because of <laughs> pledge manager. Um, and I said, I, I said, uh, I have not. And then Rob comes over and have you met the beyonder folks? And I'm like, no, I have not. I, I need to. You're the second person to say. And so I went over to th- them and met them and I bought uh, one of everything from, from their booth. And I'm really excited to, to kind of dive into that. I will be having them on the, fo- on the show at some point uh, to chat and to also do an actual play. They uh, are at least that's amazing, what we- uh,
4: amazing family
0: yeah they're they're really really great folks and uh, uh we'll have more on them and that's kind of a teaser we're we're running really late tonight so i won't go i won't dive down that rabbit hole this episode but uh hopefully we'll we'll be able to have them on here fa- fairly soon and uh chat about uh about their their product and maybe we'll have an ap- actual play on here as well so bottom line pax unplug was a huge success very busy i hope everybody can go there next year because i plan on being there and uh hopefully we can get jason at one of these things
5: uh i honestly am already eyeballing plan making for that yes. well, yeah.
0: but before Thanks. before you plan too much we, we need to chat because uh i've had some stuff that that have uh has transpired as well on on my end and we'll uh we'll definitely it'll be a lot of fun it'll be a lot of fun hopefully we can all get together uh for one of these uh at one of these conventions all right. If you went to PAX Unplugged in and had a great uh, great experience, let us know. Tweet us at uh, – you can tweet me at at Doug VC Gaming, uh and tag at FlopCardboard and at Pawn's Perspective. Is that just Pawn's Perspective? No, oh, it's actually at
4: Perspective Pawn. Is it really? Yeah, because somebody else has Pawn's Oh, man. Wow. i buy it out from them.
0: Yeah, let, let us know what what your uh, what your highlight of PAX Unplugged was because we we have just have so much and we went way over time on this on this episode. Just and yeah, we appreciate everybody that, that tuned in. Uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, this has been the chaotic good cast because it was chaotic and it was so good. All right, Ben. Pants. Pants it out.
4: Ding,
3: ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Dryer's done. Rising up from my comfy couch. The last hour has just flown by. That siren song calls me to come on back. My bare legs cream true warmth and comfort. So many times you end it too soon. Your pants don't get warm, they stay soggy. Don't lose your nerve and end the cycle too fast. You must wait, you need them to be warm. It's my pants from the dryer, so clean and so hot. Put them on and I'll lose this shiver. Don't be too discouraged when the waist is too tight. It's just a side effect from the pants in the dryer.
0: That was. That may that be was... the
4: best one yet. I think. That, I that think was hands
0: down, it was probably. I mean, that could. We should. We should definitely drop that as a single. Just, uh, we should.
5: Du- we should dub that over. Um. Uh. That dude from Supernatural. Uh,
0: where they did that right. thing where he
5: gets out of the car, do it, do his do it, the uh, eye of the tiger uh, lipstick. We should totally dub that
4: over there. Oh man. <laughs> That reminds right. me that I need to go uh, put some pants in the
0: dryer.
3: That is our uh <laughs> our homage to Philly and Rocky. <laughs> nice.
0: We lo- we love you, Philly.